Hello, 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 and welcome to your aunties could never family gathering. Your favorite aunties have arrived, and now the party can start. I'm Auntie AK, and I've come to the party with my fellow sisters. Yes. I have locked myself. Auntie Bar has locked herself outside the party. Come on, get in. Hi, I'm Auntie Farah. <laughs> Auntie Nana. And Auntie Shade. Hello, my aunties. How are you doing? Right, you know. All good, all good. Although yeah. I do have a cold coming on. Oh. Like my glands are up and um, I have a, a tickly cough. So if you hear me coughing, it's the co it's, it's just a standard cold. <laughs> like, you know, it's cold outside. <laughs> just got a cold and Literally. a cough literally the same i was in a screening yesterday and i was coughing i was like oh god i felt like because i was running late i thought I, I wanted to come in and say guys i have a cough don't be scared i've taken my <laughs> and everything um but yeah this cold is cold i think it's come on the back of um the pirates premiere to be fair no no auntie nano i think we partied a bit too hard on that monday evening um well, remember i had a run of of partying yeah it basically yeah. is that it's that whole week yeah, I think it's that tiredness, run down, all that type of shit. So the colds are trying to be on, on to me. And I guess, you know, I'm drinking all the drinks, so. Yeah, I need to do that. I need to get on that. Um, okay, let's go. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Handing over to you. I'm on mute. Okay, hold on. There we go. All right, so would you rather us back in the house this week? Would you rather lose all the money you've earned this year or lose all the memory you have memories you have gained this year? So do you mean that I've lost money? No, listen to shall I say it again? Because whenever yeah. I say it, you always <laughs> say it. I always got my remix. For the benefit of you, I'm gonna say no, 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 because you're you it's like you're breaking it down to change the question. So therefore, <laughs> I'm just gonna read it again for the benefit of you. Would you rather lose all the money you have earned this year or lose all the memories you have gained this year? Well, my God, do you know why I had to clarify? I was like, why would anyone want to lose money? No. <laughs> okay. I would lose the money for Same. the memories that I've gained. Like they're invaluable. Our time in Santorini. We've just had so many moments, just even just the four of us. I would, I would lose the money because I can earn that again. But memories you can't really get all over again. So definitely. Memories don't live like people do. Yeah. They'll always remember you. Did you say memories? Or money? I, I would lose the money. Okay. Although it's painful. Painful. I hate losing money. Okay. I'm not remixing. I'm just trying to get understanding. It's if just I, a question. It's just which, which no, memory do you offer? I think my brain processed because my thing is that if you lost the money, how would I have been able to pay for going to yeah. Santorini? Oh, my good grief. I for you that we're in this moment right now. What in this moment right now? It's November the 24th, right? Right, 23rd, whatever the date is, right now. So, right now, today, would you rather lose all the money you've gained for the year 
Or would you rather lose all the memories you've gained for the year? So it's not, would you go back in time and have the money to pay for a trip to Santorini? It's just, would you lose all your cash for the year? Or would you? If I lost all the money I made for the year, I wouldn't have any money right now. Yeah, so therefore you can say memories. There is two choices. I know, I just understand, trying to understand why I would want to be broke right now. No one wants no one wants either option. Exactly. No, nobody wants this. <laughs> just give an answer. It's just a game. <laughs> Hold on, Auntie Shade. You can't say nothing. You can even fictionally pick between I was Vienna just about to say the same thing. And and you you can't say nothing. I'm just no, saying, because I'm not remixing it. I just couldn't choose. I'm not trying to make... No, genuinely, I didn't understand it. I really couldn't understand it. I couldn't process. I was trying to think, like, what? I didn't understand it. But, okay, no, I think I'll... I don't want to be broke. This is stressful. I, I, I don't want to lose memories. Okay, money. I'll say money. <laughs> You'd lose the money and keep the memories. Don't ask me, because I'll start thinking again. Okay. <laughs> so I would lose the memories and keep the money. That's what and I meant. Why? That's what I mean. You've done, you've answered. And I'll tell you why. Yeah. We filmed this podcast. I could quite easily go back and watch a year's worth of it to know where I'm at. We film a lot, we did a lot of filming in Santorini. I could feel like I was there. But some shit has happened to me this year that I could do without remembering. So I would say memories don't live like people do, but I get rid of my memories for this year only. Same. Next. Just do one. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. Okay. Would you, this is a bit. Would you rather have no taste or be colorblind? I feel like we've done this before. We've done similar ones. Colorblind. Because then I would genuinely say, I don't see color. <laughs> I think, I actually think no taste. Because surely that will help my diet. Like I could eat anything then and I would be yes. satisfied. But you'd never be able to taste planting ever again. It, yeah. wouldn't, it would just taste like in your mouth. Yeah, you might, really you, but then the fact that you can't taste it might mean you you have no boundaries of what you'll eat, and you might just eat some. No, 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 because I don't eat like, I don't, you know, I don't eat vegetables, for example. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, generally. So I could actually eat vegetables then. I could be. I'd probably be much healthier if I had no taste. Yeah, I'm gonna go with no taste. Auntie Nana, colorblind. Um, the, uh, I know a couple of people that are colorblind, and they're fine. It's usually like certain colors that you can't see properly. But I don't know anybody that when they couldn't taste things like during COVID and stuff that they felt like it was okay. Like they, it seemed to be a significant loss. So I would go with, um, I, I can be colorblind. Auntie Farah, you're on mute. Would you answer? Yes, I said colorblind. Oh. I would oh, yeah. my answer. <laughs> okay, maybe that's what it was. I wasn't used to it. Um, <laughs> um, I would rather be colorblind because just like Auntie Nana said, I know some people, they're colorblind and they still get on day to day, but not being able to taste certain foods like food's delicious. I want to taste it. I want to savor the taste of the food. 
I think it's overrated, you know. Like I've, I really think that I'm I'm a prisoner to my taste buds, and that if I wasn't, then I'll be I'll, I'd be much better. You know, I eat I eat veg- I eat quite healthily, so yeah, that's not a thing for me. But I want to be able to taste my food. You know what? I you think- probably have a tapeworm in your gut that well, is addicted no, 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 no. to certain Just things. No, no. I'm Just telling you, like, <laughs> you know, like next one, next one, next one, next one. We're moving on. I don't want to hear. I don't even want to think about that or see it or th- like. No, we're moving on. Last question. Would you rather have the lights on or off if you knew the room was full of snakes? On. On. Absolutely on. I don't mind snakes. Full of snakes. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind snakes. So yeah, on. Okay. Animals, not people. On because I need to see where they are because it's full of snakes. Is it full like the carpet is just snakes? it's full? Yeah, but full doesn't always it's mean full. that it's full. <laughs> it's full. I just want to point out <laughs> what you're doing right now. That's what you're talking about. <laughs> um, full is a very different type of word. It's full. Me. It's the opposite of empty. It's full. It's but not full. It's, it's not like full. It's is not like right. people's no because I didn't say is the cup half full or half empty. I didn't I say said, that either. Full, so it's full. It is that's full. like when they say the rave is full, but is it really? <laughs> Auntie Nana. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't even remember what the thing was. It was the lights, wasn't it, and a snake. Yeah. Um, I don't want to see it. So the lights off. For the reptiles or people. Yeah, I don't want to see it. Lights off. I'll find my way through. Are you ready now, Auntie AK? I did already say I want the lights on so I can see where to step to get away from them. Okay. Okay. I I would take the lights off because I don't want to see them in the rooms full anyway. So it makes no difference. I'd rather not see them because then I'd just be constantly screaming. But then you'll feel them. You'll feel lots of them. I'm going to feel them anyway. Yeah. I just don't want to see them in my. Like I just don't want to see them. (coughs) Yeah. I just want to try and walk through. Because like, think about it. I'll be closing my eyes anyway and screaming. "Ah!" So I might as well do that with the lights off. Snakes ain't that bad. A room of them though. I don't know about that. I've never. I've never. I've never been near one ever. Like, really? In life, no. I told you I was speaking primary school. So we went to Isle of White, I think, and like, was it Isle of White? I think so. And it was like this massive snake that was like around my shoulders and stuff. And it was really, it was nice. It was cute. Wow. No. I I one. Went to a... Go on. So I had one on a beach in New York. Some guy had a snake and I took a picture of it. My daughter went to on a school trip to, like, they went to a farm or something. And like mm. she came back and I was like, oh, how was the trip? And she said, oh, yeah, no, it was really good. There was a fat pig there. This is like maybe about three years ago, yeah? And I was like, oh, fat pig. And then like you, they've got this thing where you go online, you can see what your kids have been doing, like the pictures. <laughs> Why is she there with some big ass snake on her neck? And I'm like, you didn't tell me about the snake. She's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> tell me about the fat pig. <laughs> the snake. 
Okay, okay, okay. Now, um, my turn to welcome someone to the family, and I'm inviting Glyn Evans. Um, she is a wonderful, inspiring spirit and representation of the Black disabled um, community. Glenn's disability is as a result of um, amniotic band syndrome, where fibrous bands of the amniotic sac got tangled around a developing fetus, um, and which as a result, Glenn's um, left hand and both limbs have been affected. So aside of having a wonderful, beautiful personality, um, Glenn is the first Black disabled woman to be part of this Girl Can advertising campaign. She's an aspiring actress, actress and she recently modelled for the first time in honour of Disability Awareness Month. Um, and it's just, I just think that she's just wonderful and just a, a brilliant, shining example of not letting any, however you perceive them, issues or things that um, people might find debilitating, not hold her back. And she's a wonderful spirit. And she's already Auntie Nana's sister-in-law, but I'd like her to welcome to the aunties family as well. So welcoming Glyn oh. Evans. And thank you for honouring her. Yeah, like, she, no, no, she's. I, I'm sure she will love this. And although she's like 10 years younger than us, I don't know where we would place her as a niece or an auntie, but she is literally like the best auntie as well. Oh, so all of her nieces and nephews. She is like the favourite auntie. Yeah, I must say, seeing her post about her modelling was a, the shining bright light in a very annoying, stressful, sad week. So it was just wonderful. So yeah, perfect person. Lovely. Um, let's get the comments before we move on to the next stuff. Um. So, hey, everybody. Welcome back. Um. So, um, Iola? No, um, is saying Auntie Nana, I'd lose the money. Um, ZW, I swear this is different. Um, <laughs> I would lose the memory since it's a pay to pay situation and I don't want the broke memories to come. Um, and Miss Latang says, No taste is the pits. And yeah, and then, um, Iola, am I saying it wrong? I think I'm saying it. I think it's Iola. Iola. Um, it says, uh, light on, no way. I can't deal with snakes, lizards, or rats. Yeah, if it was rats, I don't know. What rats is different. Yeah. But I, uh, I could step no. on snakes. I could step on lizards. I don't know about rats. Rats. I, I just need to see where I'm going so I can get out clearly. Well, I mean, yeah, I need to see, but like I, I'd freak out. Yeah. Like I, my, my thing is things <coughs> with too many like small things like insects with too many legs or not enough legs. <laughs> What's not enough legs? No, no, insects are like worms don't have enough legs. Oh, Maggots okay. don't have enough legs. That Ooh. fucking freaks me out. And then on the opposite scale of that centipedes and things like that with too many legs, yeah, that yeah. equally freaks me. I just don't like insects. Like if it was a room of insects, I just you'd have to just take me out. I'd, I'd yeah, I'd faint. I'd yeah. die right there. Yeah, I think I think I'm possibly the same. You know, I, I'll just like my sense. Everything would just overlook. I'll just yeah. be a slump on the floor, and I'll come to you, and then just black out. <laughs> <laughs> it would just keep happening. Be a cycle. Seriously. Yeah, so like, if problem. I'm a celebrity, yeah. when they do that no, shower. No. Cockroaches. No, 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 out of the question. I could, that's, that's I could never, never. I would never do that. I would never eat no balls and I'd never, no. like, none of that. I would be the so worst. When, when I worked on I'm a Celebrity, I was always scared 
that the things were gonna like Jump. escape. But <laughs> yeah. because like, in Australia, I saw some different type of bugs. I saw something that was a cross between a beetle or a ladybug and some fluorescence. Like it was, no. yeah, it was. They like Australia has ninety percent of the things that can kill you. Yeah. <laughs> like I just, it's it's different over there. They got like turkeys. They look like turkeys, and they're just popping down the road. It's just, no, right. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't know. I don't know what they're called, but they're like they're a relative of the turkey. And you see that how we see going. See like how we see pigeons. You just see these big ass turkeys, and it's just popping down the road. Like no. I, I was like, what the hell is that? Yeah, it's a lot. This is why I need the lights on to see the door. Because if I can't find the door in the darkness, I'm well, kind of you got to find a way out, or you yeah, got. I need to see my way out. I can't just be in the dark, not knowing what, what way the door is. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Let's go. So this is what sorry, have sorry. you heard? Oh, who's uh, Glynis? Is this the lady that you just honoured? Oh yeah. Hi. Aunties, I love you. I'm crying. You're very welcome. Well, you're very deserved. Love you, Glyn. I love um, that word. Deserve it. Deserve it. Yeah. Okay, this is what you've heard where we just get into the nitty gritty. You know, at the party when the aunties and the uncles start debating and talking about politics, this is this section of the party. Um, <laughs> and my story, this is what I've heard, is that the UK is planning to raise the legal age of, age of marriage to 18 to protect children from. Um, uh, there seems to be a constant thing of uh, underage marriages happening in the UK. Who'd have thunk in such a developed country? Um, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, so at the moment, B MPs are backing raising the legal age of marriage to 18. Um, in England and Wales, parental consent is needed for 16 and 17 year olds, while others taking part in non-registered marriages at younger ages. Um, Tory MP Pauline Latham said this allowed children to be said, but Tory MP Pauline Latham said this allowed children to be coerced into unions, unions that could damage their lives. So she wants to make all marriages and civil partnerships under 18 illegal, including religious or cultural ones. And that's obviously alluding to the non-whites who have different kind of community, um, like traditional views, I guess. Um, she said, or went on to say that some children are being made to marry as young as seven without any legal consequences for the adults involved with figures from charity Karma Nirvana showing 76 known cases of child marriage in England and Wales in the last 12 months alone. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I just wanted to have a chat about that. I, I didn't actually, I didn't think about child marriages being able to happen. But then when she said traditional and cultural, then I thought, OK, this is that's the loophole, because how the hell do you get that done without it, you know, going through the official channels? Um, so I just wanted, I guess, just to discuss it and see your, get your guys' thoughts on up, would you think upping the legal age of marriage will change anything? I predict, I don't potentially think so, but I'll go to Auntie Nana first. Uh, yeah, I agree. I don't really see how this will change something that happens kind of culturally, really. Like if you're, if if two families are coming together and they're gonna like have like their child marry somebody else, it's not usually done legally anyway. It's done culturally. Uh, there's usually a cultural ceremony and maybe when they're 16 they'll do an official one but two years from that doesn't really make much difference i can't see how this is going to really influence the cultural practice of a child going into marriage like that's that's a cultural thing i don't know how this law is going to do anything to stop that so i was really trying to think of what's the other thing 
why are they trying to introduce this? I couldn't really think of the angle off the top of my head as to why this is even like news or worthy of debate other than they're probably skimming over something else and avoiding talking about all of the various things of the politicians flipping scamming and scheming and this just made it into the news to avoid that. Thank you, Auntie Farah. Yeah, this isn't new because they've been talking about this for months. So something's happened to push it back into the media focus, definitely. This is, they've been talking about this since I think about June or July. Um, will it change anything? No, because this, the, as you all said, the, the loophole is that they're saying um, it, if it doesn't, um, there's no law against religious or cultural ceremonies. So it doesn't stop anything, really. However, I have always thought it, it to be a bit weird that you can get married at 16, but you can't vote until you're 18. Like, what the fuck is that about? I don't, I've, I've always found that, found that pretty strange, but I don't know if this is actually going to change too much because people will find a loophole. Auntie Shadow. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, but I do think that as, as we, we kind of like, first or second generation as we go into like third and fourth like those cultural ties naturally will be less um strong usually as as they are at the moment so i think like in terms of like stigmatizing it i think it will like um young people well that young people children essentially getting married i think that that it will do it will work its purpose to do that for sure um I just don't. I, I, I kind of. I kind of feel like what part of the deal is this as well? Do you know what I mean? So we're giving you this, but what are they giving in return? Like what gets given up in return? Um, you know, and also as well, like you know, you can't drink to your eighteen either. Like it's weird that like you can get a whole, <laughs> be responsible for a whole family, but you can't freaking drink. Is a it's a bit ridiculous. But anything to at least attempt to protect childhood, protect especially um, vulnerable, well, not especially, but it's mostly young girls that this affects, um, to be honest. Um, you know, I'm all for that. So even if it just does a little bit, maybe it's a case of like, you know, if it's like, I don't know, like a cultural thing, but you tell your school or something and it's ground for them to investigate, I'm happy for that. Do you know what I mean? Like if if, the, if it makes it a more official process to able to tackle something like that, then yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I fully agree. And just to expand, they said um, uh, Labour's Viendra Sharma said his own mother was made to marry at 16. And while she was a kind and clever woman, he said it stopped her from getting education. And um, his Labour colleague, Sarah Champion, said the bill was not about race, religion, or even the institution of marriage, but about child protection. She felt shame, in quotes, for not recognising when her own friend, a white British girl who had married a much older white American man at 16 was a victim of child marriage. So it's crosses race and cultures and stuff like that. And I agree, it's anything that makes it harder for women, specifically mostly young girls getting married off to dutty old men for whatever, what, under whatever premise of religion, tradition or whatever, um, make, is better in my book. Um, but also, again, it's just, is there, you know, some sort of, along with that, some other harder penalisation of people putting children this way like and again it's focused on the men that lead these 
kind of cultural traditions. I know women support it if you're in this, if you're in religious religion, certain religions, and you're in part of that tradition. I think men and women can uphold it, but essentially it's the child being off, married off to a man. So is there any way to, again, change that conversation, have more of that conversation where, like, can you just not make this thing that part of your culture? How do you change that? How do we change culture and tradition without offending culture and tradition? Do you know what I mean? Without making people see it as you're coming for us, but actually it's wrong. I think... Um... It is, I think that they've done a good job to kind of like associate this with uh, like other in it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like with people outside the culture. But the most of these marriages, I would probably bet, are, are within British communities. Yeah, like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That kind of thing. And a lot, you know, you know, I don't know the actual figures, but it is easier for, say, like paedophilic um <laughs> practices to continue under those kind of conditions do you know what i mean so like i just think it's um yeah i just i, I just think that they're trying to say it's more cultural than it than it actually is like you definitely see uh, the same sort of thing happening in in the states a lot as well kind of thing um like where you know lots of young white girls get put into these really awful situations are married and married against you know their actual will kind of thing and because their parents agree to it there's nothing they can do about it do you know what I mean so yeah yeah agreed. have you got any comments on this before we move on um do, 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 do. Nicholas says uh this is about Prince Andrew oh interesting Ooh. and what he's been doing so they can say it is that say that it was before it was before, so not legal, but from X day and the line has been drawn. Hmm. That's interesting. But anything Andrew did before then cannot be challenged. Interesting. Interesting. Um, and Antoinette says, good evening, gorgeous aunties. I'm late, but I'm here. Welcome. Hey, Antoinette. We missed you. Well, <laughs> Okie dokie, let's move on. Auntie Farah, what have you heard? Okay, so my story is about Ghislaine Maxwell, who is um, about to start, her trial is about to start for um, basically helping, getting children for, uh, what's his name, the old paedophile himself. Her trial's about to start and she is, uh, they put a petition to the UN to... <laughs> get her released from prison. Looking frail and noticeably older. Sorry, my bad. Okay. Um, yeah, so she, her, her solicitors, her lawyers have filed a petition to get her released from prison because she's claiming that her, uh, her living circumstances are dire and that she's being mistreated and she's on suicide watch and that it, she's unable to sleep because they keep coming in with a, with a torch at night, even though she's not suicidal, they keep doing this and, you know, just that the, her conditions are inhumane. So they filed this petition to uh, get her released from, from prison. My uh, question to you guys is, do you think that someone who quite obviously helped a paedophile for many, many years, I know it's innocent before proven guilty, but you know, there was a lot of guilt pointing towards her. Do you think that she has a right to go to the UN and claim that her human rights are being um, infringed upon? Auntie Shadow. Um, well, I mean, like you're in prison, so 
It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be <laughs> walking a park. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what are you freaking expecting? <laughs> so it's good. But like, it's just like there was this. I can't remember what he done, but he was complaining too. And I'm just had the privilege of it all. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure it's probably grim. It probably is grim. But the crimes that you're up against are pretty fucking grim as well. Do you know what I mean? So like, although obviously everyone has human rights and stuff. If this is if her speaking out, you know, helped prison reform for the majority of prisoners, then yeah, cool. But I doubt it will. Do you know what I mean? You're just just trying to get your she's just trying to save herself get her you know it's probably like a a massive you know what it reminds me of actually sorry you know in game of thrones where cersei has um is captured by the, by the religious nut people and she has a, and she's tortured on a daily basis <laughs> yeah, that's what it reminds me of it reminds me of that like do you know what i mean she had the shock of her life basically um and she's uh, she's she's complaining, but babe, man, you're gonna just have to suffer it, man. Seriously, you're gonna have to suffer it, just as many people suffered under your instruction. Do you know what I mean? So balance, karma, as they say, part of it, um, at least anyway. Auntie Nana. Ah, uh, you know what? I just want her to start talking more than anything. I have no doubt that they have been torturing her. And I feel like they're sleep depriving her so that she'll probably just kill herself. Like, I, I really think that they're just trying to send her mad. But at this moment in time, you've got your lawyers. Your lawyers need to be giving up the information because they may just off you. And all of this going back and forth and going through the UN, like, you're, you're still a shithead. You still did some shit. You still need to do some time. But give up the goods. Like, actually start exposing things. I have very little sympathy for her until she starts talking, then it will be like, okay, let's try and keep her safe because she's spilling the beans. But at this moment in time, we're not hearing anything. So if they're torturing you, like, you know, this this path of the course really, isn't it? It's like, think of all of the, the women that were tortured having to sleep with all of these flipping bastard men for years and you were pimping them. So it, it, it is, it's, it's how it goes. Just start chatting write some notes, do some lyrics. If people can do flipping rap tunes from, from jail, why isn't she like on the phone talking to people? There's bare stuff from Tiger King, literally talking <laughs> to his lawyer, filming him. I can't tell, don't stop, make music. All, all of this stuff, it's like, why are we not hearing from her? Like, start talking. Other than that, that we don't want, we don't care because they may just kill you. Start talking or no one cares. It's that simple, those are your options. Yeah. Um, I can't say more. Yeah, same. Because the thing is, she has every right to do whatever she wants. You, you've got the, the 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 wherewithal and the gumption to go and appeal to the UN. Then, as everyone's saying, just release your facts and or, or, I don't know. Obviously, you've got to follow the rules of the law and all that type of stuff. And then, if you say things at the wrong time, then it gets used against you. So I guess she, it's not as simple as that. So she has to be careful, I guess, because she's trying to play her position. But asking about better condition conditions under the conditions that you're accused of it's not even like you know you're doing is white collar crime or whatever where the levels aren't that deep you've been accused of a very deep crime so there's no i don't it's you can't like how dare how very dare you i mean you have the right because we have rights as humans to do whatever we want but if you get a no and denial you cannot cry about it and it, and yes they're trying to push you to the edge because they want to find a fair way to give reason to get rid of you like they did with your homie so you know, come on, love. Um, 
I don't have much more to say about her because it's go on then appeal. I would, I'll try my best. Yes, it's all this. You know what it is when I, so I'm so stressed, I can't sleep, and they're disturbing me. Oh, well, okay, go for it. Try, try your best. It's if she gets granted the bell, that's when it's going to be like, okay, now let's see what's going on and let's see how long you stay out for. Well, the thing is, she has been trying to get released on bail for the last four years. Her trial is due to start next week. <laughs> so all of a sudden, she's now saying, you know, claiming to be... Well, one of the things that it says in the, in, in the petition is that she is being appropriately touched by some of the guards. <laughs> inappropriately or appropriately? In, inappropriately, sorry. I don't mean to laugh, but it's just... It, the mind boggles that this woman is saying all of this shit after what she did. Now, okay, one of the things that her her legal team are also saying that she's never going to get a fair trial because people have already assumed that she's guilty. But the evidence is the evidence is pointing that way. And just like Auntie Nana said, talk the talk. You could be out now if you could be. You, there are plea bargains to be had give up some of the people and then they'll stop shining a light in your face. And then they'll stop saying that you, um, you were pimping out these women. Well, they might not stop it, but they might give you a deal anyway, but it's just like, you're doing nothing and you're expecting people to feel sorry for you. You didn't feel sorry for the women that you took to the Island and around the world as you were pimping them out. You didn't feel sorry for them, but now we must feel sorry for you because you've been in inappropriately touched by the guards who are probably just searching you to see if you've got anything on you that you can kill yourself with. I don't know. I mean, and it's and it's fair that she's on suicide watch. Her brethren killed himself, so someone's got to pay. And unfortunately, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly, her brethren allegedly killed himself, so they've got to have her on suicide watch. They've got to prove if they murked her brethren, they've got to act like they they're concerned. So how are they going to act like they're concerned? They're going to put her on suicide watch. That's what they're going to do. She doesn't deserve to come out right now. She's not demonstrating anything, any kind of remorse. I I haven't read a single "I'm sorry for what happened." Not a single one. So you stay where you are and you go to trial next week and let's see what I'll go on. The yes. thing is, with her, I think that if she's, if she's, if she's, the problem, the, the issue is, is that we, we have a really good idea that she's guilty because there's been cases before that have been tried. It's just that the documents are sealed and her name is listed in some of those documents as a protected person. So you, you are guilty. Do you know what I mean? It's just that it's just not officially public knowledge and you can't be prosecuted in that way. Now they've got you where you can be prosecuted and the guy that was protecting you is dead. So there's nothing you can do now. Do you know what I mean? So it's just like, th this is why there's a lack of sympathy because we know there's a trail. We know what, what, you, what, you've, what you've done already, really. If you're so innocent, just be like everybody else then. Just wait. Have your trial, believe in the system that you help to support and you do you know what I mean? And and abuse, to be honest, kind of thing, and then see them afterwards. Why don't you do that, darling? Do you know what I mean? You've got all the power, connections, money in the world. Do you know what I mean? You should do that. And, and you're innocent. And you're innocent, you know? Because really and truly, if you check it, if we if we she's even lucky, to be honest, because she's got so much surrounding her, like she's supposed well allegedly she's got ties with you know um the underworld being a spy domestic terror all of those kind of things really and truly other people in guantanamo, guantanamo bay 
So that's what I was <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So she's lucky she's in Micah. She's lucky. She's lucky. So I think she just, um, it, it, it's just uh, unbelievable privilege, you know? And maybe she's uh, in a position where she's desperate, but obviously not desperate enough because you're still keeping Stump. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But that, yeah. that's, maybe it's all part of the puppetry and the puppet master of this game. It's like a game. It's all performative. She's, oh, I'm appealing. But really, she knows she's got to be made to seem like she's really struggling when actually she's going to go to court and get maybe just be released and to, you know, act like, you know, I'm really stressed and this is all too much. But she's playing her position in the puppet master of this game because she's either going to come out of this alive or not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's the truth. Let's get the comments. Sure. Um, da, 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 da. Mrs. Hang says, what about the human rights of the victims? Is she all right? And Antoinette says, um, how do you say her name again? Ghislaine Maxwell Gilles. equals pimp slash madam trafficking underage girls. Um, get out of here, man. <laughs> mm -hmm. Unbelievable that she's even talking about this. What about those girls, um, Ghislaine? What about the girls who suffered, Kosia? Well, you know what the first thing she should do if she gets free is change her damn name. So <laughs> she's going to have to hide. <laughs> change her damn she, anyway. she tried to hide, didn't it? Anyway, yeah. when yeah. they were looking for her, she tried yeah. to hide. Tried That's to what I was going to say. Down. So just to clarify, I said four years. I meant she's tried to get bail on four separate occasions mm -hmm. and they have deemed her to be a flight risk. Yeah. Unless she is. Absolutely. No spies. You put her out on bail, you'll never see this bitch ever again. Ever. One of those islands that have yep. you know, a force field around. But them. isn't the whole thing that her dad may not even be dead? Like he actually faked his death. There you go. Maybe. There's like tales of that as well. Like she she would dust and we would never see her again. She'd probably again. go and flipping live in some cave in Afghanistan. Like yeah. she'd she go, He's gonna go to the friggin' moon, mate. We do know when they do you know in films when they just shave a little bit of their nose and a cheekbone and they're all of a sudden they're a different person. Her name's Geraldine from Da La La. Puts a long wig on and then she's done. That's it. But have we actually seen her? Look, I was looking. She's been arrested. Have we even seen a picture of her? Like, do we know what she looks like now? Yes, there's court drawings. Drawings been done by. And now her hair's long. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hair's long. Her hair's grown from that short because we've seen so much of the shortcuts. Of her now, it's long. And is drawing. She could yeah. easily. She, we're not going to see her again. The real life. She would dust. Do you yeah. think that this woman doesn't have ties to like? She she probably got a passport waiting for her. She got twenty like, and a plane, like and money that Jeffrey Epstein like hid somewhere. Yeah, literally for the castle. Like, come if, on, she's a big flight risk. If she wasn't innocent, I mean, if she wasn't at that, if she wasn't being done for such heinous crimes, I'd actually be excited to see her life story film. <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? It's just the fact that she's done some nasty things, yeah. allegedly. However, what she's accused of is horrendous. Otherwise, her film is going to be mad, be wicked. She'll, she'll definitely get a film. Oh, yeah. But who's to say that it's even her that they've got? Weren't she like friends with the Clintons as well? Exactly. They were friends with everyone, anyone in power they were friends with. <laughs> they love a pound note, innit? <laughs> love it, mate. <laughs> you love it, mate. You got money. You know what? Andrew, Andrew probably told her to do this thing. Like, you try to go up for bail. You go on. Yeah. Yeah just, yeah. just follow the steps of acting upset, and then you just know. Just do all the things. And when you 
you know, you come out of jail, there's going to be a jet right at the door of the jail, and you're just going to get on and go up the steps and you're going. But it's a bit nuts, though, because Andrew literally ran to his mum and was like, Mummy, no, that can't happen to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and she was just like, no, don't worry, Ghislaine will take the rap. <laughs> Which, do you remember Spitting Image? Which was one of the children that was literally like a child for the Spitting Image puppets? I can't remember. Nice. No, I swear that. that was Phil, not Philip. What's the young Edward? Edward, Edward, Edward. 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 Yeah. 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 yeah, he was a little boy. Yeah. Okay, Auntie Nana, what have you heard? Okay, all right. So my story is about Carl Rittenhouse. And I'm sure everybody is aware now that he has been acquitted of the two murders and attempted murder on the protesters at the BLM march. Um, oh, where is the place gone? There was it's a town in America where this took place, but he was acquitted of this. And really, my question is. I, I, there's so many black people that are up in arms about this. And as the news was coming through, I was like, why are, why are black people so affected by this case? Was one of the things that popped into my mind. Wanted to know what you guys thought of, of that as well. And he's done his, um, his little documentary with Tucker Carlson and said that he's not a white supremacist, he's not racist, that he thoroughly supports the BLM movement and that this trial had nothing to do with race and had everything to do with self-defense. What do you guys think about this? I think, fuck you. <laughs> That's what I think. I think, I literally, sorry, I'll go first. I literally think, fuck you with my entire being. Fuck you. Because the thing is, he crossed state lines with this AK-15 or whatever the fuck it is that he had, his big boy gun. He crossed state lines, yeah, to go to this BLM protest. He shot openly. Don't make out like you feared for your life when you're carrying a big fucking machine gun, whatever the hell it is. You didn't, You. he knew what he was doing. Have you not seen the video footage of this boy walking down the road with this thing? He knew what he was doing. You you felt like you, you know, don't say that you're not a white supremacist. You are, because that's what gave you the power to feel like you could do that. And the reason why black people are so up in arms, it's not about who died, yeah? It's about the fact that this boy, who clearly had a weapon on him and killed openly two people, has got away, literally got away with fucking murder. And then on the flip side of it, you've got a boy who has a packet of Skittles and he dies because he ooh, allegedly looked like he had a weapon. There are too many black people who they've used the thing of, they allegedly look like they had a weapon. In 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 court, as we're speaking, what's the, the guy's name? The guy that was jog jogging, Aubrey, I can't remember what his surname is, but him anyway. I'm that's thank you. So today, today they showed um, footage of the defense's solicitors, the defense's lawyers talking oh about the fact that he was running with shorts on and um, trainers with no socks. So that justifies someone killing him. But uh, like, it's just a flip. It's just when you look at how they treat, and I know like the the system is set up to fuck us up anyway. But people are angry because it's so blatant. It's so blatant. If that was a black boy, he wouldn't even have stood trial because he would be dead already. He would be dead already. Before he crossed state lines, he would be dead. That's what would have happened to him. That's why people are mad angry. This boy killed two people. He didn't even think he was going to get off. If you watch the footage, he's actually shocked that he got off. It's just disgusting. It's disgusting. 
Auntie Nana. I mean, Auntie Shade, sorry. Yeah, I mean, I just thought, I, you know what? It, it never, him going on Tucker Carlson's show um, just politicizes it, really. Do you know what I mean? It just kind of puts a no in the, the coffin on that one, basically. And I think what they were doing with that is just really, you know, pushing, well, continue or perpetuating this this message that it doesn't actually matter what you say it doesn't matter it's just words kind of thing and that's what they do all the time this is this is classic republican um you know pr training 101 just say just say just say what they want to hear just say it just say it just say it just say it and your actions can be completely different and it just doesn't even matter because you know uh, people don't care about what you say it's just it's just they just like the excitement or something and that's what that's exactly what he did i just think like if you supported blm why are you there at the protest anyway do you know what i mean with a gun against them like that doesn't make any sense like do you know what i mean like your actions are in the complete opposite to supporting the cause and why black people are upset and it's not just black people that are upset let's let's be real now do you know what i mean like it is the fact that this will this will give confidence to vigilantes basically this gives confidence to those people who think that they're defending a system defending a country that pitches some people blower than themselves do you know what i mean and and those some people tend to be black or other in some sort of way so anyone what they're sending a message to even if you're white if you support them we're going to come after you too we're going to kill you basically and and you know what we're going to get off do you know what i mean and they, they you know the judge in this case was just I, I literally made my blood boil i couldn't even watch most of it anyway kind of thing because it was just so upsetting that you could already see the absolute bias in his behavior in everything that he said the way he just didn't give a shit about anything reading fucking cookie magazines while this is happening are you right you're taking the fucking this do you know what i mean it's such a disrespect for life but it sends a very 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 clear message that if you put your neck out and support any cause that's outside really and truly white supremacy we're gonna come for you that's that's basically what they said. So I, I'm not surprised um, why people are upset at all. And I, it's definitely not just black people. Um, just correct, it's Ahmad Aubrey. Um, not Aubrey Ahmad, whose case is going on now. Um, I, uh, I understand where you're coming from, Nana. Like, in theory, this is one <laughs> for the whites to deal with because it's a white boy that committed murder to white people. Um, unfortunately, it's against the backdrop of a Black Lives Matter protest. and we're so, it's all seamlessly rolled into one. So that's why, because even myself, I forgot, there was a moment when I forgot that the victims were white. And in my mind, it's like, oh, the victims are black. And this makes this even more of my interest, the you know, emotional empath empathetic part of it. Not that I'm saying I, you know, you know what it is when, when it's people that you are like you, you have that element of more empathy in some cases. Um, and then I realized it was white people and I was like, oh, okay, let's just see how this goes because, um, but over the overarching political message is that, as you guys have said, the white supremacists and white supremacy and racism and those right-wingers who have the power to control the world as we know it, they have such a stranglehold on politics and the way the world is run is that, so that they, if the if Carl was sentenced, it would be 
it would be a trickle down effect of so much more. I'm assuming I'm, I feel so they, he was never, ever going to get charged. He was always going to get off it. That judge was absolutely put in that place just to do that. He was unashamedly biased, which is insanely wild to see. And again, I just, this is why I say that dare anyone for, from in politics call any of our country's third world or dictatorships, they need to shut the fuck up because Western rule is akin to dictatorship anyway. Um, and it, everybody's corrupt. So I, I get, I don't think we should take it on board necessarily as in, you know, our day-to-day -day lives. We've got so much things to fight out there that this might not be one of them, but then our just, our liberties are, everyone's liberties have been taken into account here, have been challenged here, have been upset here. So this is basically telling us that white supremacists can do what the fuck they want or anyone associated. Carl is denying that he's a white supremacist. Fine, you're a young boy. Maybe you're not completely, but you've definitely aligned with white ring sensibilities and you're on a show like on Tucker Carlson's show on Fox TV. That's not um, necessarily, you know, aligning yourself with anything Black Lives Matter or leftish at all. And the fact that Tucker Carlson has allowed him to say that he aligns with Black Lives Matter when and every other day Tucker Carlson is bringing down Black Lives Matter is ironic to say the least. And Carl doesn't know that he's now a puppet for these people. So go forth, young man, and <laughs> live your life and just know that you're a puppet forever now. I mean, you're the poster child of racism, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, no, black people don't lose sleep over this, but actually if you're gonna lose sleep about it, it's more about challenging our social liberties that have been taken away day by day, rather than, I don't know, the fine line between like, you know, you're gonna go to, you know, go and protest because of, I don't know. There's something about it, not necessarily our issue, but it is our social liberties that have been taken away with this decision. Auntie Nana. That, what you alluded to at the end was my thinking. Um, it was more about the media spin on this. So lots of things that I was watching or pundits that they were speaking to, it was black people um, when they were showing the the protests that are happening in, I um, can't remember what the place is called. I just saw it a second. I think it's called Kenosha or something. Yeah, yeah. Kenosha, Wisconsin. Lots of the majority of people on this protest were black. It could be the time that they were filming, but it it just seemed like they were really painting this out to be like a black issue. And I was more interested in this. I don't understand where all of the white liberals are at this moment. Like, why are they not talking about this ferociously? Because this really is a, a signal for everybody. We've been knowing that this is this is justice for black people. We know this. But it seems like it when it comes knocking at black people at white people's door, the labor is still done by black people. The emotional labor is still done by black people. I was watching uh, a snippet of um, I think she's a newscaster, a black woman, and she's literally in tears talking about it. And her message to black people was like, you know, you matter. Although this this verdict has come along like really like you have to think your your lives matter your plight matters and again it's like why why is this always focused and centered to black victimhood when really he's got away with shooting and killing two but three white men but it still shifts back to black people so that it doesn't really get dealt with effectively and it yeah it was just annoying me more than anything to see so many um, it was, yeah, it was the black pain. I was really like, why is this emotional labor not being shared? 
and why are we allowing the media to manipulate us in exactly the same way and where are the white people talking about this injustice but you have all the black people talking about it it, it just kept on irking me because it's like he's killed white people but still black people are doing the emotional labor because over this yeah it's a seamlessness because it's because it's black lives matter everyone it's not everyone's forgotten but like i said i automatically reprogrammed and thought it was black victims and that's why i was like oh so I, and once i realized it was white victims i took a step back from my emotional labor and just thought okay let's see how this pans out not so i didn't care it was still matters but it's it is that exactly what you're saying if we're all in this together and there's you know some of these protests a lot of black well a lot of the Black Lives Matter protests have been quite multicultural. And yeah. they've been, you know, liberal lefts right at the front talking about Black Lives Matter and getting as incensed on camera, you know, doing being mouthpieces. But yet, yeah, it, I've seen obviously general dis dissent and def def definite outcries, but it seems a bit weird. It's a bit quiet in the thing like this. And But it's similar to the abortion. Like there's there's something happening where vocal liberals- are rights, basically. Slowly, yeah, and, slowly. People, and I think we're either, we're black people are used to protesting, so it's a bit like maybe um what's the word perfunctory, like it's it's like default. We know what to do by default, but actually the others who are used to having people black people lead, we're so used to taking the forefront and they're used to like just being, yeah, behind our shoulders. They're actually like, oh, I don't know. Maybe they feel like it's just I don't know. I don't know if I kind of agree with this because I just think like like you would get you would get different types of people talking about it. I think what they're trying, what I'm seeing is that it's being pushed into like a self-defense conversation. That's what I keep on seeing. Do you know what I mean? And it's not like yeah. um, just black people talking about that at all kind of thing. Um, and like, I just think that it's, it's easy to, for the mini, the, 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 um, sorry, the media to manipulate these kind of things, but on the ground, in the protest, it is generally always multicultural, like for sure. Do you know what I mean? Like even, you know, here in the UK, when we have our protests here, like it's a mix of people, man. We couldn't have that many people without other cultures. <laughs> we couldn't have that, um, do you know what I mean? Because we, we are not the majority here. That's just a fact, you know? Um, so, I just think it's just the way it's being presented. Obviously, foxes are very, it's just, just the worst TV station, do you know what I mean? And they're gonna show what they wanna show at the end of the day. But I don't think, um, I, 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 I don't think it's, it, it did happen at a Black Lives Matter protest. So you're gonna get that perspective. Like you need to get that perspective for the context of the whole thing. And what it is basically saying is, if you, as a white person, put yourself out there, then we're going to come for you. That's basically what they're saying. And it's just like, that is, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a machine, it's a, it's a tool for fear, really and truly. So it's just like, no matter what you, you know, you can have those thoughts, but don't, don't put yourself out there because you could get shot, you could, you could die basically. And it's not just black people dying, it's going to be white people too. So you need to pick a side. It's, it's, that's, that's basically what they're- that I, I I agree, yes, and I agree. that's the that's the the message. But then it yes. gets amplified when you also don't have white people countering it, and when you only are seeing well, black faces because you you need white people then to be like we are not accepting this. It's not for black people because that's the message. That's the fear tactic. So when black people step up and are literally like 
no, this isn't on, and they're the mouthpieces, it actually then is like, it, it legitimizes what they've done. Like, yeah, we're silencing these white people that are going to be protesting because when you die, you die the same as a black person. So then you actually need the white majority voice to actually like amplify through more to be like, we're not accepting this because racism so, affects everybody. It's not oh, just black people. So, so what, like who? Because when I saw um, the kind of, you know, after the verdict um, was spoken, I saw white people talking. Do you know what I mean? I saw people like white people from the families um, of the victims and stuff, and they were doing the speeches. So who is, who's the white people that, like for the liberal politicians like um i guess for aoc to be everywhere like actually like white no, sure to be everywhere because and i went through her twitter and it was a general but i haven't seen any footage like, of her out the, there talking. the other thing is this is what i'm saying it's easy for those media platforms to just not show that do you know That's what i mean you have cnn Say again. You have the you have like the the left side. Yeah, of the but that's, they're not left really, and and they have agendas too. They're kind of more middle of the row, and it's also they they will also because they're uh, do you know what I mean? Like they're 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 not um, necessarily for the people. They're a media company. They're owned by someone. Do you know what I mean? They have their agenda that they're trying to push. You, 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 um, you're like saying my point. Like that is the point. It is like actually. So then the protests have to be heavily dominated by the majority that it's affected, but it's heavily dominated by black people and, and them doing the interviews. And really it's like that amplifies the point of you, you, you go, you start actually like relating to black people, you start understanding what their plights are, you start asking for this change. And when you get killed, there's gonna be no justice your way as well. That needs to be countered, not by black voices, but by white voices. Yeah, I'm just saying, I don't know if white voices are, to be fair, I didn't know because I, I kind of just turned off because it was just too depressing and just too, I was just too angered by the judge kind of thing. But I, the clips that I did see, I saw white people talking, so I can't wholeheartedly say it's just black people doing the labour. I can't agree with that 100%. Let's get the comments. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so Ronald, hi, no worries if you're late. He also says, um, as far as white Americans are concerned, Rittenhouse's victims have had forfeited their whiteness by supporting BLM. And Nicholas says, if they are not concerned about the intersection that took place at the Capitol building, um, what do you think will happen with a Black Lives Matter march? Understand the game we are playing and, and we have to play the chess game we are playing on the understand. <laughs> understand the game that we are playing and we have to play the chess game they are playing okay so there's two games going on at the same time and we're playing yeah. like three-dimensional chess or something yeah. <laughs> i think that's what she's saying yeah <laughs> Sorry to butcher that, Nicola. Um, and then Ronald also says, Tucker Carson had a film crew embedded with Rittenhouse's defence team. White liberals are very upset about this. CNN and MSNBC talked about it constantly, and now Republicans are rubbing their nose in it because that he was found innocent. The people in Oregon um, that have been um, rioting since the verdict were mostly white. That's great. 
and that's literally the thing of the actual footage that is out there and anybody can look this up go on youtube look at the footage and you'll see it's focused on black people and mm -hmm. these are my points that we keep on getting manipulated sometimes we kind of have to stay at home and allow things to happen it doesn't mean that you don't sympathize with what's going on but i think visually when they start using us to paint a narrative, we have to remove ourselves from it. It's just about that. It's just literally being a little bit smarter. And I think they really do, they they push forward black people to speak on things when you just need white people to handle this. This is, it's a problem that affects us all, but it's affecting them as well. And we can't shoulder all of the burden when it comes to racism. Yeah, I think that's the thing. It makes you think that, oh, this is a black people's problem, not us. And that's what What's, that's what's evilly scuttered away, especially when they heavily say black lives matter all the time. Um, yeah, I hear where everyone's coming from. Auntie Shade, what have you heard? Okay, aunties, unless you've been living under a friggin' rock, um, you would have heard, or at least maybe even listened to Adele's album um, <laughs> that's just come out. Um, so she's been doing loads of press recently. She's just done a um, an audience with and that sort of thing. But what caught my friggin' eye was I saw this, well, an article saying that, and let me just start by saying I'm not a massive Adele fan. I can I I, I think her music's okay, and I think I probably like her personality more than I like her music. And from what I heard, it's kind of like the same old stuff so i wasn't really inspired to kind of like you know take time to listen to how many tracks like you know could be potentially quite depressing but anyway um so what i heard or what i saw was that with her album on spotify she asked them to kind of like take away the uh the shuffle um button which i was just like huh why does she do that? So basically, she said, um, she via Twitter, she said, this was the only request I had in our ever-changing industry. We don't create albums with so much care and thought into our track listings for no reason. Our art tells a story and our story should be listened to as we intended. Thank you, Spotify, for listening. So basically, if you go into Spotify and you play the Adele um, album, the shuffle button shouldn't be present there which had me thinking because I pay for Spotify, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And I was thinking, what the hell? You're taking away my choice. Do you, so what do you guys think? What do you aunties think? Do you think that Adele was right, you know, as an artist, as a creative, to ask her art to be presented in this way by um, Spotify? Should they have agreed to it? Um, or do you think that as a, if you're a paying customer, you should have a choice? And also, what do you think could potentially be, be next? Because from my point of view, I didn't ask for this. Do you know what I mean? So that to me means anything could happen next. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So what do you guys think? Um, I'll jump in. I didn't know about the shuffle button until you said it, and I feel like shut the fuck up. That's out of order. <laughs> um, I I don't think that's right. And as we pay for Spotify too. Don't take away my choice to listen to your album however I want to. I might want to. I wanna. I want to listen to the album however the hell I want to listen to it. And I'm annoyed with myself. No, I'm not annoyed with myself. I am annoyed with myself because I hate that I, I get like this. Because now I've always been. I, I like Adele. I think. Her first album was the one that I kind of like, oh, that's nice. And now her voice is a bit shouty 
and I think this latest song hasn't kind of curled all the way over for me. It just uh, it sounds like some of the others, and it's very, it's very Adele, and I don't, I don't care for it so much. So, and I, this is not against her, but also now because it, maybe it's just because she's in, it's, it seems like a forcing that you've got to like Adele and you've got to like her album. So I'm like, it's like I'm retreating. I like she doesn't need any more co-sign like you know she's now the she's black people's favorite white woman now which is fine because she's been unproblematic which is all very good and please stay unproblematic and don't let us down la 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 but i feel like you don't need my support anymore you don't need me because there's enough of us caping for you as well and now saying you're the truth and usually when you get all excited about tends to be white people they tend to do something that fucks us fucks up and then kind of like lets us down as black people and oh my god now you just said the wrong thing and oh shit now we've got to readjust our feelings for them um so i was gonna quietly retreat and stay quiet in the background she's a talented woman she seems fun real genuine <laughs> i haven't watched her audience with but it seemed like all great fun and she's all you know again i think i saw a tweet saying um adele's done a number on our black like black men just are super gassed for her or whatever something something funny it was funny though because i think plies was singing her tune with lots of emotion and stuff like that and really singing with all his heart but um yeah i don't know what's next and but this is what they did with the was it um um u2's album and just put it on people's phones by force and i think they did that with yes. jc's like they put it on samsung's you know they've, they've done it before just yeah. decided to put music on people's phones by force no thank you let us have some choice and to be and Adele like I, I thought I think I thought it was going to be she was going to say like you know back in the old days we couldn't slip and fast forward I would fast forward to the tunes I wanted to hear first especially if like you've got a tune released first and you want to hear that tune on the album first then you go back and listen to it in your own time I just don't I, I think she's wrong for that and I think that's a little bit of gasment because you're now forcing everyone to because and Adele's always been humble to me. She's always been like, I don't give a shit about this stuff. I'm just here doing my thing and I'm going about my business. And so now I don't know if she drank a little bit of Kool-Aid and I know it's hard. She's done well to resist buying into her super superstardom. So I like I said, she's done really well. She's been cool, but this is a little bit arrogant superstarness that I'm not really here for. Um, okay. It's automatic shuffle. It's not shuffle. <laughs> That's shuffle. what I was gonna say. Go on, carry on. Yeah, <laughs> it's automatic shuffle. So no, you know, what? no, but I find automatic shuffle sometimes annoying because yeah. I want to decide if I'm going to shuffle the album or not. I don't want you to decide. I want to decide that. So I've just checked, and I can shuffle her album however I choose. It's the automatic shuffle option that she said she doesn't want on there. What's that? What does that mean? Sorry, it means that when you play something, it automatically shuffles. It's the it's that option. You can have that like your albums just automatically shuffle. So yeah, but if I choose that as an option for how I choose to listen to music, yeah. you'll tell you as an artist now can't. No, no, no. It's just Adele's, and you can still show. Yeah, it so what, but do you know what I mean? But I would have to go in and change that oh. because you're saying. Well, okay. Well, I I don't because I I anyway. I just went into my Spotify and mm. I have my thing set to shuffle, and I didn't have to do that with hers. I just put her album on and I pressed the next track, and it went to the shuffle. It just did it. Like I didn't have mm -hmm. to press anything. So I think it's the automatic thing that she said that she wants to disable on her album. Please help me, help me, help me. Cause it's <laughs> my brain, it's a little bit slow. It's okay. I, my automatic, like I've got my stuff on shuffle. So if I'm in my, in one of my playlists and if Adele's album's in that playlist, my automatic shuffle won't work on her thing. I don't understand. What do you, what I don't understand. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It like, I, it, it I think if you were to select her album, 
yeah. it will play the album in order, right? But yeah. if you have auto, it, that's that, that's for my understanding of it. Spotify have this thing where it's on automatic shuffle, right? Or you can select it to have it on shuffle. I have my thing selected on shuffle. So when I've just gone into the Adele, I'm not going to play it because we can't afford that shit. But when, <laughs> when I just went into the album, which I haven't listened to, by the way, my daughter's listened to it. And I was like, what is that depressing music? I beg you turn it off. <laughs> and I like Adele-ish, you know, but, but a bit my, a bit like you, Auntie Sade, I feel like I like her personality much more than I like all of her music. Yeah. I like some of her songs. She's yeah. got some great songs and I belt them out. But I don't. I can't say that I want to listen to a whole album from start to finish. So that's yeah. why I just went in and I checked, and it's like oh, you can still shuffle it. So what's she done then? That's why I was trying to like find out like exactly what it is that she's asked them for. But I think it is the automatic shuffle option rather than it's you testing it to your specific setting on your specific Spotify. I stay confused. You know what? Why? <laughs> yeah. Automatic shuffling. That's what it says. So the automatic, it's without you going in and setting it. So you say you set yours to shuffle, right? Yeah, mine should automatically shuffle. And that's a setting that you've because got. You set it, because you yeah. selected it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So no matter what album I'm listening to, So what I'm saying is that, so if I, just by chance, wanted to listen to Adele's album, it won't automatically shuffle. No, it will. No, because it will. you selected it. Right, that's your setting. Yeah. But on my settings, I haven't set anything. Mm -hmm. So now what she's asking for is for people that just go onto her album page. I don't want you to have your default automatic shuffles play my album. Yeah. Do you know what it's like? She's the first one that's asked for this. It's just she's the one that's asked and people have listened. Yeah, because you know, like happened. you know, like when you select an artist, I get that. you know, yeah, like you yeah. select an artist, and That's it's cool. got like all their tunes, I don't want and it doesn't necessarily play all their tunes in order. It yeah. shuffles all the, the artist tunes. So yeah. what she's saying is she doesn't want that. Yeah. But if I want to select her album, like I just did, it will shuffle it. However, because I have my shuffle on, I feel like it's a very weird, unnecessary request. I think because her album tells a story, and she wants people to listen to the story. Of her, you know, throughout throughout her album, and I get that. Lots of people's albums are a story from start to finish. It's you know, so they want you to listen to it as the as the complete. As I suppose for them, it. it's like reading a book and then not reading it in order of the chapters. But don't you think though? It's just like maybe change how you do an album then, because move with the freaking times. That's not how people listen to music. Maybe, anymore. but maybe she doesn't maybe. want them to listen to that at first. Like, you know, when you pick, like, maybe it's her thing of when you first listen to my album, I don't want you to listen to it like this. I want you to listen to it as it were. But like, a story. you know what, if you're going to a listening party, then yeah, you have like, like Kanye, right? Do you know what I mean? I, I have to listen to it how you say, like, do you know what I mean? Like, Okay. He will enforce his will. But yeah. <laughs> or anyone at a listening party, you know. But you know, you know, you know, you know he was sending all day. But like, but you see what I mean? So if I'm if if I'm in like if I'm in some sort of like organized thing, then cool. But in mm. my own private this is me, this is my privacy. I wanna I don't want you to have a say over what I do at all. At all. Well, I suppose she's saying you don't. 
especially when I'm paying for a service. I hear that, but I reckon I suppose she's saying that you, you, she's not controlling it. She's she's stopping Spotify from controlling it. That's who she's stopping. She's not actually stopping you because, as I've said, I still have the ability to shuffle her shit. What they're she's both, doing, both, she's stopping. I would argue that they're both controlling it, to be honest. Okay, but I, I suppose yeah. Spotify controlling it more because they <laughs> automatically have this on. Where is she saying, I don't want you to automatically have it on. Leave it up to whoever it is that's listening to my ish. Auntie Nana. Um, Can you not visually look uninterested, please? <laughs> Auntie AK. No, it's baffling me because, sorry, I just need to say that this is an unnecessary request because the fact that you can, do you know what I'd rather that you couldn't do it so we can argue properly? The fact that you can still actually listen to it on shuffle is like, what is, what's the point? It's, it's stupid to me. There's a stupid request. Demand that no one can shuffle it, then at least I can argue properly. But that's why I was baffled. Like, so I can actually still shuffle it. After all that, I can still shuffle it. Even though it might be like manually shuffling, I can still shuffle it. It's a half assed request. Just stop us shuffling then and let me argue properly. Auntie Nana, that's why it's just baffling my brain. Auntie Nana. Um, okay. Uh, I have nothing great to add to this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really trying. Um, I, I understand her request. I think it's a legitimate one. She is the biggest artist in the world at this moment in time. They, they adhere to her request. I think it's fine, really. Like, she doesn't ask for much, does she? In all the years that Adele has been around, she doesn't ask for too much. I think it's cool to just give her a want. This isn't so bad. And that's me. I'm going to say, yeah, I wonder who's asked for it and they didn't listen to. So why Adele? That's my other thing. Do mm. you know what I mean? Because I'm pretty sure Kanye would have asked for this. And I'm pretty sure, I, like, no, I, I honestly believe he would have. And Is I Kanye even on Spotify? I would, I, I would feel and and Jay Z. I see, I see you, Nana. But um, I see <laughs> Jay Z. <laughs> Jay Z would ask for this too, hundred percent, kind of thing. So Jay Z ain't asking Spotify for anything. He's got his own thing. He's got Tidal. Tidal doesn't do this. I think he would. I think he would have suggested it because it's art, isn't it? It's like it's like how I present something. That's how I want it to be. That's uh -huh. how. Why don't you understand uh -huh. what? I don't, that. I don't agree with it though. So it's not our home, really, because I don't agree. With it. Like if I'm buying something, if I'm if I'm buying this service and I'm going to consume it how I want to consume it, but you, you should to me. Yeah, but it's just long. Like, and why are you doing it anyway? I think I think the important thing to remember is here. You you still can. You're buying the service and you can consume it in any fashion that you choose to consume it. What she is doing, she is saying, Spotify, I don't want you to dictate how people do it automatically. That's what she's saying. She's not what saying, saying hi, Farah. Well, I don't I'm want saying, to shop. What I'm saying is how, how Spotify have set it up is how I like it. Do okay. you know what I mean? Then it is. It is telling me, it is. Because what you're assuming is yeah. that I don't agree with how Spotify say it up. Do you know what I mean? I might agree mm. with it. I might have liked it and I'm used to it and I, I like it now. Do you know what I mean? So it's just but like- Is it for all albums or just hers? It's just hers. You know it's just hers. Yeah, no, no, I, was, no. I, don't, I don't. That's why I was asking. No, it's just hers, but still. But then it's that little button in the corner, isn't it? But then it's then it's like, who's next? Do you know what I mean? And then where's the biases come in? Do you know what I mean? That's the thing. It's just like you're taking. That's away. the interesting point. 
you take like, are they going to say no to other people? Now that they said no, no to other people. Well, I mean, from this point, from this point forward, yes, we know they've said no to other people in the past. But I'm saying now that they've set this precedent, are they going to say no? Because they can't really. Because they've you said yes to Adele. Yeah. Then it might just be like people like the Drakes and the Kanye's of the world and the Jay Z's decide. Well, fuck you. You can't have my shit then. If yeah. I can't have this option either, my then point you is can't have my shit. My point I is, I just really like her, you know. I really like her I don't really, like, I liked um, 19. I battered yeah. that album. Like, I absolutely loved that album. But um, other than that, I can't say she's had an album that I really liked. But, yeah, I like her personality. I love it each time she talks that it's so London. And she Me hasn't too. gone into that theatrical, like, oh, yes, I'm Adele. Like, you know, people kind of change their tone yeah. when they become super yeah. famous it's like they yeah. become this madonna-esque english person <laughs> yeah. like you know when madonna talks she has like this crazy english accent some yeah. english people do it as well and it's like i'm glad adele or they just start just to talk like really american on um a bnh like she literally reminds me of a girl that you meet in the toilets or outside of a pub have so you guys watched like her, um, her Vogue 73 questions, which ended up being about 80-something, I think? I can't watch it. It's really fun. Yeah. It's Is really it? fun. It's on YouTube. It's really fun. Like, they go to a house, and it's like a little English country house inside. And she's, like, drinking tea and eating. That. It's just, just very interesting. I've seen her taste test, which was funny. Her taste yeah, that was funny, too. Yeah. yeah but I you're like right. Her. I think that's what I like about Adele as well, that she's so English, no matter what. She's very London. I think I don't know. And I think I think I don't care. And I think that this is a very this is um setting the precedent for control. I think you have a right to ask for your art to be indulged in any way you want, but also why now? Because when I bought your album on tape and CD, you didn't tell me you didn't stop that option or whatever, skipping and jumping. So why now? Um, why are you forcing me? I, I just think music is a, is a different She's a different not forcing thing. you. Oh, it's not forcing no, you, it's a company. No, but it essentially, but that's why I'm saying it's a bit of a non, it's a non nonsensical ask because in the end I can still do what I want to do in the in the, in the end. It's a nonsensical yeah. ask, but it's not really just asking Spotify because it's the users of Spotify. I it's suppose me, it's the, it's controlling the users of Spotify. It's not. Wow. Listen, why is it, why is, why are you saying that it's controlling the users of Spotify, but you're not saying that Spotify are controlling the users? What because, like because because, because it's a service that exists right with yeah. its functionalities. And it's been in existence with its functionalities for as long as it's been in existence with its functionalities. Spotify is not hurting our brains by saying you can't, you can shuffle or you can't shuffle. Because those options are available. You can turn the shuffle on or off, right? Yeah. And she's now asking for that specific button to be off by default, but also we can still access it. So it's a, again, like I said, it's a nonsensical ask. But at the same time, she's because she wants her listeners, her fans, whoever. To listen to the album how she wants it to be listened to and the yeah. only way she can do that on the service that people use is by asking the service to turn that button off so yeah. she is asking it is the automatic just, button though but I, I, whatever the functionality is it's the fact of the matter is it's a service that her fans use she's telling the service to turn off a functionality and that's why i say it's a nonsensical ask because you can still use it but however she's made a point to say this particular part of your your service turn it off because i don't want people to use it in that way so she is controlling how people listen I'm to not saying that she isn't, but i just find it interesting that it's like she's controlling but you don't see that spotify are controlling that's what well, I I, well, my point is it's like it's like me saying i've i've i'm a baker i baked a cake 
this is how I bake my cakes for 30 years. Someone comes along and says, can you stop baking the cake using a mixer? Can you use um, a hand thing? It's really not the same thing. I know. It's not the same thing. And my point is, it's still... Because Spotify are providing a service that they've always provided. So but why would I say no? They why? are control. They are controlling too. But the thing is, you bought into that. I'm I'm paying for That's this. Paying. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And Adele comes along and says, "No, actually, I want you to do this way." But I'm not paying you, Adele. Yeah. I'm paying but you don't have a say over what I'm paying. You're not buying into that because you have your shuffle set. So you're no, not. But if I didn't, that's what I'm saying. I'm just talking about yeah. my personal scenario. Yeah. But if I didn't, other users, you, she is literally telling them, "This is how I want you to listen to it." And I just think like I, I, I don't think that you can on a a, a a a a kind of deep level. I think that the, I think that you choose, you choose how you want to consume art. Do you know yeah. what I mean? You choose what platform you want to use. Yeah. You choose what, yeah. um, do you know what I mean? Where you want to listen to it kind of thing. Yeah. And you choose how you want to consume it. And she's saying, this is how when you consume it. She's not saying it because, oh, it's it's freedom and stuff. She said, because I put a lot of care in my album. This is how it should be. This is how I want you to listen to but it. If you choose not to, all you've got to do is press that little button in the side. I'm still not getting. Why is she out of pocket for doing that. She's made an album, that's her art. Like exactly. why should she not say, when I made this piece of art, this I made it so is, that it was listened to in I this mean. order. If you choose to listen to it in another way, that's your choice. But for the actual platform to choose to shuffle it away from how I've decided to deliver this art to you, can they not do that? Why is that? Why is that a hard well, but it's not. It's, but my point is as well. It's, again, it's like I said. It's a nonsense to ask because you can still listen to it how she wants you to listen to it. But why is she? It's like, but Spotify still allows you not to have it on automatic shuffle, and yeah. you can still listen to the album. So no one's. So then, why would I then argue with Spotify? Because because she is saying to Spotify, I don't want you to automatically shuffle it. She That's is it. saying, I want it to be the choice of the listener. I but, don't want okay. you, Spotify. I understand. You, Spotify, as a platform. You. But, but the true thing of her can, do that, can, what can, I want can, is, is the power to the listener. Wait, wait, wait. Even though I, I want the listener to listen to the album from track one through to track however many tracks are on the album, they still have the power to shuffle it. However, Spotify, you... Don't get to decide that. That's I think it. that's <laughs> but, then, what, but then, yeah, okay, I understand. I understand that. But then, when you use Spotify, can you remove the automatic shuffle from Spotify? Is it by force that it shuffles? That's their default setting. When you go into an album, it shuffles it. But then you can undo that, right? You can. Right. But when you're listening, but when you're listening, so I've been, listened to albums. I didn't even notice it was on the shuffle until I went and looked at the track listings I, okay, I wasn't but then, being but then aware. you can go into spotify and remove that up and make it yes, play clearly yes. but all she's saying is don't automatically have that setting let people decide i don't think that's an unfair art i actually think it's more cheeky that they were doing an automatic shuffle that's why well, I, I didn't i actually didn't know that they did that but i actually didn't know they did that because as far as i concerned i thought well i can put it on listen i can put it on shuffle or not i've got i've had albums listen to it back because i've had Listen, I've, I never knew that. That's why I'm saying it's weird because that's why maybe I'm so baffled because I've lived, put an, I've downloaded an album on Spotify and played it one to 10 in order. 
without thinking. And then I put it on shuffle because I like to listen to things in shuffle. So I didn't even know that there was a dictatorship in Spotify. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> and the, the fact that you was, can actually put it take it off anyway, whether it's default or not, you can take it off. And the only people I think this affects is little children who don't understand that they can go into settings. <laughs> or old people who don't know how to go into settings. Because the fact of the matter is, yeah. nobody in this whole world is affected by this damn button. And the, I just think it's <laughs> an nonsensical ask. And Spotify also, what the fuck? It doesn't matter. I think it's a don't, I think I, I just realized it's nonsense. I think it's, it's nonsense. Absolute nonsense. On you've been saying it's nonsense from the beginning. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's nonsense. I, I, I full circle back. Fully complete nonsense. Let's get the com comments, please. <laughs> okay. Um, well, we started. Uh, Acosia says her music is bloody depressing. Yes, I totally agree. Um, Natalie says it's about your, what your audience wants. She took that choice away. Um, Maria says, I, as, as I understand it, this is a change for all albums on Spotify. You can still shuffle, but prior to this, you could only play you could only play on shuffle. I think she was right uh, that we should be able to listen in order, in the order that artists choose. Um, Antoinette says, I think that she is telling a story and the tunes flow in a certain way, then it's okay, as maybe she feels it may not drop the same way if you listen to them out of sequence. Nicola says, before her release, Shuffle was uh, Spotify's streaming platform's default setting when a user listened to an album. But after the release of the pop star's uh, powerful new album, 30, uh, it is no longer the case. You can still listen to the album on Shuffle if you wish, but you have to do it manually. That was taken from an article in Spin magazine. And <laughs> Nicola also says, Auntie Aka is ready to die. <laughs> Over this conversation. That is literally what your face looked like, though. <laughs> Roland says there are probably a lot of artists who want their music played se uh, sequently. Sequentially. Make you guys your words today. Sequentially. Sequentially. But didn't know that it was possible to request it from Spotify. They knew. They just didn't do it. Um, Nicola says this sounds like a PR move, which is uh, about giving the user the right to listen to her music on their own terms, which speaks to the characteristics of taking control of your life. Do you know what I want to go back to? Now I want to go back to the Spotify, um, you know, technology team and say, why the fuck would you make it default to shuffle an album? It's a stupid, it's like I say, it's not everyone's nonsense in this whole, <laughs> this whole world of things. That's it's all nonsense. Point. Yeah, it's, it's, exactly it's, that literally point. is it. It's like, why, why was that the default? It's a weird one in itself. Why did they get to decide? But also, that's what it, well, but the fact it. that you can undo it also <laughs> means it's not that deep. <laughs> okay, let's go because this is that was that was that hurt my heart. Honestly, I, I don't know why it did, but because because, because <laughs> I didn't understand because I just realised that. Yeah, I just understand. It's weird. Everything was weird. Okay, aunties know best. Aunties know best. Better, better, better. Aunties know best. Better, better, better. Aunties. No, best. This is a part of the party when all the family comes around and says, Auntie, I've got this problem and I need you to help me. Well, go on, give us your answers, give us your support and help. Auntie Sade, come with it. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I have, I have one problem. Not my problem, I found it somewhere. I can't remember where. Um, yeah, so guys, aunties, audience, help us with this scenario. <clears throat> <laughs> 
I was secretly in love with a close friend of mine for many years. We're now in our 30s and both married to other people with children. I haven't heard from him in a while, despite reaching out to him about once a year. I received a response to my latest attempt to reconnect in which he admitted to pushing away from me because he'd been in love with me and it took him a long time to accept the things that were not meant to be. I no longer have feelings for him and I'm happily married. I'm just angry with him for only saying it now. I'm having trouble shaking the feelings of anger and resentment. I haven't responded yet and wondering, should I respond and say, surprise, I felt that way too, or just, um, or just, or should I just let it go? Even though I'm angry, I don't know if it's a good idea to basically do the same to him at this point in our lives and make him reconsider past actions. But I wonder if being honest will give us both some closure or maybe, it would just make me feel better to tell him the truth. Finally, what do you think? Auntie Nana. Why come to me first? Um, all right. My initial reaction to this is don't say anything. I actually don't think she should reply. This feels like a bag, a can, a mountain of worms and unresolved feelings that will spill over and this can just affect both of your marriages I would just stay away from it she's saying that she's over it like but she's angry that they're too close together love and hate are very close and I think the fact that you're having this visceral reaction to him getting in contact now it would be very easy to have a lovely warming conversation and before you know it you're back fancying the pants off of this man and him the same with you. I actually think it was, he did the right thing by blanking you for those years. And now he's doing the wrong thing because he's probably looking for the 20% in his marriage. So blank him, do not respond. This is this is big flashing warning lights that shit will go pear-shaped if you two talk at this moment, Lego. Auntie Farah. Auntie Nana said everything I wanted to say apart from when you said something about back i thought you were going to say before you know it you'll be on your back <laughs> <laughs> that too <laughs> trust me she does not need to open this can of worms if you say you're happy with your husband and you're happy with your life and you're happy with your family you don't need to say nothing to this dude he's not in your life anymore you don't owe him anything the fact that you you feel angry about it there's an echo the fact that you feel angry about it means that, like Auntie Nana said, it's too close. You've got some sort of emotion there. You need to walk away, step away from this because you don't even just even if you don't physically do anything with him, even if you start engaging with him now and you start talking about these feelings, that's not right either on your husband. Like, how would you feel if the situation was reversed and it was your husband that was talking to some woman who you had deep rooted feelings for back in the day and now they've got back in contact? What what do you think that you're going to achieve from that? It's not putting anything to bed because there was nothing to be put to bed in the first place because you never went there. So let's just leave it. You're both happy. Let's leave it. In like 10, 20 years time when he's on to his next... Ooh, hold my printer decided to go off because I'm very near my printer now. Um, <laughs> in 10, 20 years time, if he's onto his next wife and you're onto your next husband and you're both free and single, then do what you're going to do. But right now, I think that just, just block his number. You don't need to engage in this conversation. Just move on. Um, 
Yeah, because I really want to go back to the beginning of this and say, okay, you were secretly in love with a close guy friend. Um, so I wonder why she didn't feel like she could tell him at the time. That's, that's interesting. And why he didn't feel like he could tell her at the time. Were they both always constantly dating other people? Why they couldn't tell each other? Or they both sitting there looking at and just doing that, the most longest, driest, awkward rom-com that never became the comedy or the rom because both of them were just quiet for no reason, sitting there single, being best friends. I really want to know what they did in those moments of both loving each other but not telling each other. Um, definitely agree. Don't, there's no point now, unless unless everyone's looking for a window, because why is he getting in touch and why is she angry? Your emotions are, and why are you still thinking about him? Do you know what I mean? So um, you've been reaching out to him once a year to try and get hold of him because you, you know, you, you know, women, our love lasts long. So <clears throat> why are you reaching out? That means you still kind of like him. You still want him. And he's reaching out to say he loves you. He did love you. He loves you still. You lot think this is a film. Don't talk to each other ever again. Um, and when you said Echo Far, I was like, yeah, that is true. They were hearing like, Echo of love, Echo, Echo, Echo. They loved each other. Um, no. Tell the truth, why now? And I'm quite into like romantic reconnections and all that type of stuff. And nah, this is risky. Unless you want to out from your heart, from your family, you want to try something new. But nah, I think just leave it alone, mate. Auntie Shade. <laughs> you want to get in touch and fuck, don't you? <laughs> you want to get out your system. <laughs> yeah, Auntie Shade wants to. She might be getting her marriage out of her system. She might be, but she's clearly not happy. Otherwise, why are you so angry? You're clearly unhappy, and he's clearly unhappy because why you? He, well, he's 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 confessed his feelings now. She's just pretending that she's happy because he wasn't available at the time when she wanted. Do you know what I mean? So what this really points to is there's there's a big problems in your current relationships. So maybe you guys need to hook up. <laughs> <laughs> I am joking. <laughs> People make me sick. You're not joking. <laughs> you ain't joking. Telling the truth. This it's is actually what you should do. You blatantly tell the person what? you should explode it. <laughs> yeah, what? But the thing is, okay, I'll be real. This is what happens, though. People do this. They do this all the time. Like people think that they will walk away or they won't respond. They'll fucking respond. They will because they'll see. You know, it's better the devil. Do you know it's better? I know. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to. I don't want no regrets and stuff. If he's not interested, he won't respond. Then he responds. Do you know what I mean? Like it'll just is that that's what's gonna happen, babe. If you're happy to lose what you have, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's what's gonna happen. You're gonna lose everything for everything. For for a you your man is not going to be, you know, men don't forgive um, philandering women. No, so. they do. And also, how do we know that he's still with his, his woman? He could have like, be, he could be a cheater now. And this is what he does. And he's just yeah. going a little black book. And he's like, which, who can I hit that I ain't hit before? Well, she's and giving me cheating vibes. She's huh? giving me cheating vibes already. No, I'm talking about like him. Yeah. He could be a cheat for the, the point, the fact that he's getting in contact with her now, he could have cheated on his wife. Now he's out in the open, going through his black book, like drawing for them old cards so he can just like, and then ruin her whole life. And like you said, she's lost out on everything and he ain't going to want you because he's going to be like, you know what, babe, like I'm single now. I was in a relationship for a long time. I just want to be me. Then you're out homeless with no kids. It could happen. It could happen. You know, I actually you know, think like, this is what the dude is doing. 
Because why every year did he never respond to you? Those years. Why are you? Why are you sending the message? That's what Chris too. Listen, and the thing is, he's playing with your head. Now he wants to get in contact. He's playing with him. He wants to fuck. I think he's playing with his head. I think she. He's the aggressor here. She's she's gonna pack her bags like the woman that from Dominic. What's his name in the office? You remember when her husband was helping her pack her bags into the car? Yeah, yeah, Dominic, mm. Dominic Rob or whatever. So, yeah, right. yeah, listen, listen, he wants to fuck, she wants he to does. fuck. But just watch, like my grand says, your belt will bust if you continue down this path. <laughs> Carry on, literally, <laughs> it's too much. Um, yeah, I, I really want to know their backstory though. I do. Why does it even matter? We're talking about the hair and the how. Like, why do you need to know? Like, you know that happens, isn't it? Two friends that love each other and they just never. I just talk want about to know. It. I want to know. Yes. I want to know if they were idiots that were just sitting there keeping it to themselves, or they had like, were they constantly in relationships? I just want to know what their situation. Yeah, they probably were. Like, one was single, the other was in a relationship. Then the other get, and then they just missed their windows of opportunity. This could he be divine knew. timing. They they he may probably knew that she liked him, but she, he wasn't about that life just yet because he wanted to get as much pussy as possible, and she was probably his his break in case of emergency pussy, and that's what's happening right now. He wants a break in case of an emergency, and emergency is that he wants to get his dick wet and he wants to ruin her life. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. But but she is the aggressor. So what if it is that? Maybe he was on the come up and she wanted to be more upset, of, of more, you know, kind of like. She's been getting in contact with Sunny Hay. No, she's getting in contact with Sunny Hay. That's what I'm saying. Women. I can't lie. I can't lie. On either side, if you're married, yeah, there's no just hey. There's it's no hey. What are you haying for? Someone that you're secret in love with. I fully agree with you. And that's why <laughs> she needs to lock this thing off. Like, block, 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 block. She's block. on it. She's curiosity. Block, 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 block. They say, yeah. block this thing. Yeah, curiosity is trying to kill her. She's trying to get her across curiosity, the cat. Curiosity will kill the pom pom. That's, yeah, the, cat that's <laughs> the cat that is going to kill her. She's trying to get her catty kitty kills. Yeah. She's going to be homeless, is what I'm telling you. She's going to be homeless. She's going to be on the streets. Yeah. Who does she belong to? The streets. The streets. The streets. Like every year you've been hollering at this dude. Mm -mm. Yeah, you're trying it. He's 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 like I'm gonna. And then the thing is, he could be holding resentment. You knew I liked you. I'm gonna fuck you up. He could be all sorts. Where he's at now? All right, done. Have you got any more dilemmas to solve? Because that was um, a I actually don't. No, I do. There's another one, but it's a bit random. Go on. Go on. We like randoms. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, I'm from England, and my boyfriend is from the states. Things are pretty serious enough between us. Um, enough that we flew him up to meet my, the extended family on my side, including my grand. Most of my family was lukewarm to him, no hostility or anything, but he's a foreigner and strange and they didn't like his dry sense of humour. Grand, however, took an almost an instant liking to him and pulled me aside to congratulate me on him. Then she went on to say how Americans are much bigger down there and she knows this because during the war, <laughs> she played house with an American soldier that was stationed up there. Um, she, she then went into fairly graphic detail about ways to have safe and enjoyable sex with someone. <laughs> Sorry, I'll continue. 
I was blushing right up. Um, um, I was blushing after hearing all of this, and it and it was only after that I remember my gran was born in nine, um, 1930, meaning that if this happened during World War II, she would have been about 13 or 15 years old. I absolutely was absolutely mortified to, um, by this knowledge and don't know how to look her in her eye. I usually go back um, to my home area during the uni holidays and I don't know how I can get out of seeing her or explain to everyone why I've decided that I cannot come home. Can you help? Oh, grow up, young lady. You really? knew. had a pass. How the hell do you think you've got here? Exactly. Shut the hell up. I thought she was going to maybe then go in and like, oh, my God, I feel like my grand had been abused. And I was going to say that probably the soldier was young, too. Not that excuse anything and yeah. all that type of stuff. But, however, you've got to be embarrassed because your granny had to fix up. Yes, she had a while of a time. Better get some tips from her. <laughs> like, you ain't been doing things. That's what I'm saying. What kind Relax, of nonsense man. Is this? I'm not going to go back to the family house because I think my granny's had... My listen. gran had sex. Chat to your mum again. You, like you're, you didn't know your, 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 your grand was wild. Like, your grand must have a personality for <laughs> you're comfortable to say them things anyway. So, and it because imagine you should like my grand would never start talking them talk them because, like, that's just like so far left. But your grand must be a little bit spicy, yeah. spicy. Yeah. spicy yeah. You feel like she can say to you, Yeah, man, because you see them Americans, they got them big things in it. Like, come on, like, I've never she... heard that before, though. No, I've that's nonsense, that unless you meant a black man. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> maybe, that's maybe she, she was talking about the Black American soldiers. Yeah, and maybe yeah, this is a white. Oh, the Black American men are bigger dicks than British American men. I would what? I, British black men, British black men. Sorry, no, I was thinking of British men. white men. That's what I think. Oh, she, oh, didn't, she didn't specify race. To be fair, I think that's what the funny. Oh, then also, what the I'm assuming. Saying. I'm assuming she's black, and I'm, she might not be right. Don't know. I'm, I'm assuming she's not. So see yeah, now, I, she's I not. Right vibe is she that. feeling uncomfortable? Is she feeling uncomfortable because her nan's talking about black men and now she feels uncomfortable? I, with I that. think so. Is she, I think. Oh her, my I god, think is she a racist? I, Maybe. I just felt like she was uncomfortable about her grand telling her how she used to get it in. Yeah, I think her grand was wearing plastic, and now she literally is like, I didn't know that my grand. Like did, black men, like did nignogs, and now she's not on it. She's not. Or, on it. or maybe she's looking at her mum like, I wonder if granddad is your dad. <laughs> or oh, maybe, there's, maybe she's there's been the black sheep of the family type conversations. Like, why is why is mum's hair a bit kinky, Mark Grand? And yeah. granddad admitted. So then it's all coming out now in the wash. Could be racism and supremacy and all sorts. Because why the hell are you? <laughs> Obviously, we're reaching here. Obviously, it's got something to do with black I don't care. Yeah, it's black biddies, and um, she's not. They're not happy. All right, fair enough. Well, no, listen. I think consensus is grow the hell up and stop being silly. Don't avoid your yeah. grand because she talked about Willie. Come on, yeah, come man, on. come on. Maybe, maybe she's embarrassed because her boyfriend doesn't have a big one then, so she can't she can't talk about it because she can't. Really. Well, she lives in America. You don't have to have it. <laughs> This is a of local non-big dicks. <laughs> <laughs> There's options. All right, let's move on to for the culture. What's going on for the culture? It's where we talk about what's been going on in the culture, on the socials, in life has been affecting us culturally. A few things to pick from. We have oh, the White Yardie debacle, because gosh darn, and wow. we, will get, we will get into that. Summer Walker and her new boo getting matching face tattoos, mm -hmm. tattoos. And the internet discussing Will Smith or Denzel. I mean, I didn't even know this was something to argue. All right, but let's, I mean, what do you want to go with first? 
episode, <coughs> shall okay. we talk over what was like the talk for days about White Yardy? Okie dokie, let's go. So White Yardy is a white comedian in the UK who is of Jamaican heritage. He was born in the UK, that was schooled in Jamaica, came back to the UK, and he's created his persona called White Yardy because he's a white man that speaks with, a, with who has a Jamaican heritage, Jamaican accent, a Jamaican, Jamaican fucking hell, Jamaican <laughs> accent and all sorts. And he in, fully represents um, Jamaican culture and, and stuff. And he's a white man and he's named himself White Yardy. And so basically he has always been in, you know, on the, uh, I say the Chitlin circuit of the comedian world in the UK. He's on you know, those kind of lineups where you have Nigerians versus Jamaicans or, you know, <laughs> just the black community circuit. He's been, he's been on there and he's been quite staple and he's quite favorited by a lot. And um, not everyone sees it for him and not everyone sees it for white comedians stepping into this space. There've been um, other comedians that have done Nigerian who've taken on African personas and stuff like that. But White Yardy specifically has it in his name. Um, he recently went on a show, a Channel 4's show, uh, Unapologetic, which was hosted by Zizi Mills and Yinka Bokini last week. And his real name is Harry Gregory, by the way. And he was, um, he was, uh, to, okay, I won't give my opinion, but he was asked a line of questioning that people found offensive, you know, asking about his heritage, whether or not he's got a Jamaican passport. And he was basically asked about his position of who he is as a white yardie. Um, and there was lots of back, there was lots of uh, criticism of this interview saying that he was being disrespected and he was, it was rude and lots of black people jumping to his defense. And in the mix up is another black comedian called Dame Baptiste, who apparently was on the show in silence, not talking to white yardie because they had an auto, a run in before because at the time when White Yardy did a video calling out black comedians specifically who weren't supporting the volcano. Vincent. The St. Vincent. Yeah. Vincent volcano relief efforts. And um, he kind of jumped the gun and kind of, you know, called out black comedians, including Dane Baptiste by name, saying they hadn't done anything. And, Jay, and Dane came for him, was cussed him out, also told him to suck his white mother, which I do think is rude. Um, and they had a back and forth, but then, but then it was kind of remixed to kind of align with this conversation about White Yardy's credentials being critiqued. Um, so I just wanted to know, it's been a big furor. Who's those are four on Yardy, White Yardy's side, those who are just like, what the hell? And all that type of stuff. What do you guys think? And what's your reaction to it? Auntie Nana, Auntie Shade. Um, So I saw, I think I only kind of, my interest only really peaked in it when I saw Dane's name get caught up into the mix, just because, you know, I'm pretty sure we all know Dane, right? Um, and, you know, like he's, uh, he's pretty much as, I don't know, I can't really speak for him, but he seems to be a pretty sound guy from what I've known of him, do you know what I mean? Like, and he's uh, very, you know, balanced in what he says usually kind of thing. Um, yeah. So it was surprising for him to even be involved in this kind of conversation, to be honest, in, in that sort of way. Um, I was surprised the amount of black people in comments caping for White Yardy. That's what I thought I was surprised by. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I get, I I kind of get it, but I don't get it. So what I what I don't get, and this comes up when things involve ZZ Mills a lot, is they attack her line of um, how she approaches interviews. They attack her credentials and everything like that. Um, 
all the time think it's just this this uh which i think i've mentioned before there's an elitism and there's an uh, uh a an arrogance um there that everyone who is in the spotlight should have a certain level of training a certain level of education duh, 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 and all that kind of stuff should come across a certain way which i just fundamentally do not believe i think that we are not a monolith and her voice is valid that that was that that also i think that that i'm i don't <sighs> i wasn't and maybe it's not for me to be let me just say that but i wasn't offended by the question do you know what I mean? Like it didn't offend me in any sort of way. I thought it was a reasonable question to ask because it's a Channel 4 show. You've got a white man literally calling himself a yardie. There are going to be people in the audience, in the massive audience, that are not going to understand that. They're not going to know how that comes to be because our our history, our, you know, our existence in the UK is almost like a fucking myth, <laughs> to be honest, do you know what I mean? So I think it's worth explaining, it's worth having that conversation. And it's and, it, and so I just, I just didn't understand why people just couldn't get that. Like, of course, they're gonna find some way for him to explain his way. Maybe it wasn't the best, but not knowing them, but being aware of all of their personalities it didn't seem like it was out of place, to be honest. Mm. You know what I mean? So that was um, my my point with that. Um, and you know, you know, he just you know, uh, kind of like basically just broke down what nationality is. Do you know what I mean? But mm -hmm. like, what wasn't <laughs> kind of uh, broach was the complexities around that. Do you know what I mean? And actually, what what that actually means and the the kind of privilege that comes with that you can mm -hmm. call yourself that and have a career in a black space uh, uh, fundamentally do you know what i mean and that not and and what and how that can be problematic for other people who are in the space and who just are not what do you know what i mean like it's just you know i i i do think that 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 should have been the conversation that should have been Precisely. part of the conversation and it wasn't it kind of got put onto this thing and then you've got you know dane looking like i don't i don't even know why they tried to come for dane like that but anyway sorry i'll try and wrap this up and then with dane and what he said yes i think the suck your white mum comment was fucking rude do you know what i mean um however i don't know what's gone before that do you know what i mean like i don't know how he's got to that point um, to even go to to get to get there, um, and also, I don't know. I think there is something to say to say about people who have vim online. Do you know what I mean? But when I see you face to face, it's a different story. So there, there's something to say for that. And then why did that get dropped in that in that time when that conversation, that texting conversation, was months ago? Why did it get dropped then? You was trying to obviously prove some point um, and tarnish someone's character, to be honest. But yeah. Auntie Nana. Um, all right, so I watched it and I was uncomfortable with the interview, with that section. I thought that that section was just poorly researched and lacked depth. 
I didn't think there was anything wrong with the question when the, um, the young gentleman asked him, like, when did you decide that you were Jamaican? I actually thought that was a, I thought that was probably one of the best questions that they posed to him because then he expanded on his relationship with Jamaica, which we hadn't had an insight into yet before he actually totally went into like why his mum had him over here. I have a few friends that live all around the world and when they're pregnant, they come back here, they have their child and they go back again. So it was like, okay, I understand your family set up. You stayed there until you were 18 and you came back over here. I definitely agree with Auntie Sade. That's precisely after he gave that context, then it needed to be questioning him about his privilege. And the, the fact that he he just trades off of speaking in Patwa and really showing Jamaican culture that a lot of people can't trade on because they would be deemed as, I don't understand what this man is talking about. That he has such a following because people love that there's a white man just doing black things and that in itself attracts a huge audience. He's on over half a million at this moment and it's like how many comedians that literally do the black circuit have that following there's not many and so when he called out Dane, Mo, Sideman and Judy Love in regards to the volcano eruption and that they're not doing anything they're not using their platforms to promote it that also should have been brought up like actually do you think that you are in a position to be calling out other people with your right with your white privilege and you have contact with all of these people where you could have done this personally to them, but you chose to do it publicly. So I kind of get when you are out there doing shit publicly that somebody is going to come back for you. And Dane did and, and, and told him about himself and also told him to suck his white mother. You, you opened up a can of worms. This is how he chose to respond. Yeah, it's rude, but I could also say it was rude for him to be on his platform calling out people when you don't know what was going on. And Judy had just lost her dad. And it's like, you didn't know any of this when you could have done it privately. So I, I do think there are elements to White Yardie's persona that they really didn't even get into. It's like they were tiptoeing and that made it really uncomfortable because you're talking about um, appropriation and lots of the times they had the term wrong. They weren't even exploring what cultural appropriation actually is. And when you do have somebody who you could, some people could say he, he has appropriated the culture, ask him about it. Like it was like they were skirting around. It was, it was uncomfortable, but I was really surprised at the amount of black people that were literally going in on ZZ and ZZ didn't even say anything inappropriate to him. The guy um, disconnected his Twitter account for a, a, a certain amount of time because all of White Yardie's fans were going in on him as well for just asking that question, when did you decide that you are Jamaican? I think that's fair dues for somebody that wasn't born there because there'll be another person who would stipulate that they are British born, but were brought up in this country. So for him to say, I am Jamaican, I think it's fair for somebody to ask, when, when did you decide that? Because kind of... You, you have the privilege of deciding that you are British and you've chosen to be Jamaican. So I think it's a fair question. But it was, it, I, I found it really annoying at how many black people were going toe for leather for this man and he didn't really have to say much at all other than appealing for calm. And that pissed me off really, because that's really annoying. Auntie Farah. Yeah, um, 
I think there's a lot of things going on between Dane and White Yardy that we don't know. Um, some of it was coming out when Dane was um, on Twitter commenting uh, on the whole altercation. Uh, people were saying, why didn't you say anything then? And I think he was saying that he has said stuff to him before and he's been blocked by White Yardy's people. An interesting point that someone made, and I think Dane said it, is that the fact that he has to call himself White Yardy. You could just call yourself Yardy, innit? But he's obviously, his privilege is helping him get to where he's getting because he's saying White Yardy. There's Jamaican comedians and they don't say Jamaican whatever the hell. They, do you know what I mean? He is, and, and it's the word Yardy as well, you know? Yeah. It, he, for him to, I, I think, my, my thing is that at least accept that you are privileged in this space. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's what I have an issue with. Like, you know, just accept it or talk about it. Or I didn't watch the ZZ Mills and um, Yinka thing. I didn't, the unapo- unapologetic, I haven't seen it yet. I just saw like all the Twitter stuff that was happening afterwards and people coming for Dane. I think as well, what Dane said is that um, his Caribbean ethnicity was questioned. And you can't, and that's because he's British. Like, I think there was like, you don't know anything because you're you're not from there. And it's like, well, my experience might not be the same as yours because I didn't, I, I wasn't racist, but his parents are Caribbean. Like, he, you know, he doesn't have the same privileges as you do if you go into a space. It's clearly different. Um, but I, I don't know. It's interesting as well that so many people came to defend him. I'm talking about White Yardy, that, Oh, I don't know. It's just a, it's such an awkward situation because if you think about the black people that were born in the Caribbean and then came here as children and then got dipped and because they're told that they're not British or, you know, it's just quite bizarre because they don't have a choice and he has a choice, like you said, Auntie Nana, what are you choosing to be? He's choosing to be this um, Jamaican person. However, they do say that when you call his house, like Michael Jackson, there's these rumors that when you would call Michael Jackson's house, he'd actually be like, hello, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They say that when you call White Yardy's house, he speaks like a normal English man. And they say that his sister speaks like a normal English chick. So so then you're really, really, really going off of what can get you places. You're appropriating in that this is the biggest form of appropriation, isn't it? It could be said. I don't know. I just feel like the whole situation got blown out. And yeah, equally with you, Auntie Now, and I'm a bit annoyed that he came and said, let's just be calm. So guys, you know me already. I get I, I have zero interest in the thing. Do you know what it is? We I always say that there's enough of us doing things that we do authentically without caping for white people doing what we do already authentically. And it's not hate. And I know some people are like, oh, you just don't like them because they're white. It's literally not that. I mean, black and white is kind of like. I don't like that person doing those things because they're white. It's not a question like they're rubbish. It's not a question of it. But there are so many black people that are not going to get the accolades who are doing it and could be marge- and could be and probably are better authentically. But yet this person's going to get ahead because they are white. I cannot put my heart to this, and they don't need me because there's enough black people that we've seen caping for them. So when so I get you know I, you know already already I get very frustrated when people just label lazily label me as just not liking them because they're white. I just think there's enough of us doing things that don't get ahead. I don't care, they don't need my voice to support them. And on the back of that note, White Yard doesn't need a bunch of black people caping for him when he's blatantly capitalizing of a culture and an ism and schism that we are not afforded the luxury of reveling in. Yeah. Close to how many millions of followers 
how many of our, our black comedians on the Chitlin circuit, and it's called the Chitlin circuit because it's a circuit that's got not much money in it. You talk, look at the history of black comedians, in, especially in this country. It's only recently that we got the Moes and the Munyas and, and Judy Loves that are starting to break through, but it's after a, a decades. When Mo did his program, Where Are They Now type show about the black comedians, I was heartbroken about it because it's like, we grew up in a time when there was Real McCoy, um, we had Lenny Henry for whether you like him or not. We had all these type and all these type of shows and comedians that we were like, oh my God, really their trajectory. They should be household names by now. They should be doing yeah. and, and tech stuff. They should be hosting comedy shows. They should be on panels. We have conversations yeah. where even panel shows, we've got so many comedian panels, it's rare that you get a black comedian hosting or even joining a panel to fucking contribute jokes and laughter to the conversation that they're having. It's very rare. It's only now, recent times that we're getting more diverse representation on comedy panel, just a fucking panel, just to sit down and contribute your voice to that. So White Yardy, I have no time for you. You might, and you could be you funny. I, like I wouldn't take away what you're doing. You're you obviously got talent. I don't know your jokes. I don't know your comedy shtick. I definitely don't watch it. So I don't know to say if you're good or not. But I figure that you must have something going for you that people like you. But um, I don't think that show was disrespectful to him. And I do think, I understand what you're saying, Auntie Charlie, there's a lot of criticism at ZZ Mills. However, I do think what Auntie Nana said, there's research and there's ways of delivering. You don't have to be, uh, it's like, speak the Queen's English and be from, you know, go to Hockwood and be graduated journalist and before you get into those spaces. That's not right. If you've got a talent, go for it. And ZZ's got a talent. However, this is where you leave yourself open for criticism if you haven't got your people, and it's not even down to ZZ. She's a presenter at this point. At the point, she's a figurehead. She can essentially sit there, get your um, papers from the research team and go forward. She should essentially, in theory, doesn't have to do any type of work until she yeah. does her rehearsal in the day. So that respect, it's not even, it's still not for her people to come for her. People don't need to come for her. The questions asked, or the questions asked. But yes, the research team could have done due diligence. Let's formulate these questions to pull out more because then it does look like the presenters, because also these are young girls who've got a new show. They don't want to get in the line of fire and maybe risk their bag as well. It's a thing like if you go out and maybe attack someone or be seen to attack someone and you don't have the history and the legacy of someone like Oprah or the experience and then type of things there, you're leaving yourself open to be fired. And yeah. being the black scapegoat is so but easy. I, I just want to say, though, I think that even, and I, I, I kind of started with her because it's just like, even like the question that people are really annoyed about, she didn't, she didn't ask that. She will get all the, the vim yeah. and all the fight and the yeah. shots all comes to her. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, I think that I do, and I said before, not that I'm super capable for this girl. I just want to like, I just want to say, and I don't think, I actually don't think that she is mediocre, but if she was white, exactly. no one would have a thing to say. Exactly. At all. Nothing. Do you know At what I mean? All. Exactly. She's that, you know, I just think that, you know, she she does represent a group of people and who you, that actually listen to, do you know what I mean? They listen to her and it doesn't have to be super deep all the time. It doesn't have to be super academic all the time. It's just being able to be a bit of a cultural voice to kind of cut through some of this noise. I and agree I with that. And I she's not afforded that she that she owns that that little space, or it's not even little, but she owns a big slice of the pie. She 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 should be commended because she owns that. And I nobody's think, doing what she's doing. Yeah, I think that that's all well and good. And that's why I think her research team and her people should uh, aren't also support and get on board with that 
and give her the tools. So I could, it doesn't even have to, the conversation doesn't have to be deep, but it was just those two extra questions that we're all thinking, well, you could have asked that. And it's not her fault. And I'm saying could have, it's not about her. It's more about what would have made that conversation fully rounded is those things that about, because these is controversial as in quotes. She's the person that will ask the questions that we don't get to ask. So the two, mm. three extra questions would have been, by the way, you called out this, da, 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 to make that conversation 360. It's not about being deep or academic at all in ZZ's lane, but let the researchers understand the presenters you've got and give them the tools to deliver a 360 conversation so she's not left open to the wolves to be criticized and being blamed for even stuff that she didn't say and stuff like that. However, back I mean, to the- I would, I, would, so I would even argue like, why did they say something? Do you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Like, no, of course, exactly. One, Yardi called him out specifically about the, the 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 hurricane thing, right? Do you know what I mean? And that wasn't, you know. Go on, Dane's actually it's deleted now. But if you go online and you look at his deleted tweets, he actually explains why he didn't say anything. Yeah, yeah. He, he does that. actually he goes into depth about it, and I think it's the fact that um they've had he tried he has tried to say stuff to him yeah. before, and I don't think he liked being in that space with him. So yeah. I think there's that's why he didn't say anything. <laughs> what I get, I guess. Sorry, I, I yeah. Thank you for that. But what I'm saying is like. It's attributed to that ask is attributed to ZZ. Do you know what I mean? When it should, it naturally should go to date. To the reason, the reason why well, I say that, yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think generally it's just because I, I watched the clip. I haven't watched the whole show in its entirety. It's getting to understand the lay of the land of how it should work. Because even I was surprised that someone else was asking the questions on that show. How does it work? So I haven't seen that dynamic setup. However, for me, White Yardi, the questions were fair. Your sitting there as a white man calling yourself white yardy yeah please don't play dumb please exactly don't play dumb. I mean, I definitely 100 believe you exactly like we we do it and when we're talking culture we're amongst ourselves we'll exaggerate our, our ghanaian accents nigerian accents caribbean accents just to grenadian grenadian country country Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I, do you know why my brain froze for a second and I just went Grenadian Caribbean? Grenadian. I thought it was more, okay, sorry. I and thought then, it was more than one country. That's why. Yeah, but she she specifically said Ghanaian, Nigerian, and then she said no, no, no. I get that. Oh, yeah. I thought for you it's two countries, but it's no, because I don't know nothing about Dominica. Okay, so that's Dominica what I thought it was there. Caribbean, yeah, not it's just Grenadian. You know I mean? So yeah, but yeah, cool. I thought you've been anyway. So we enhance. Our, our accents and stuff like that and I definitely believe that you put it on because I know this might sound stupid and I know there's yeah. people because I don't know I don't know um, White Yardy's friend makeup because I know that your your accent can stay sh as strong as his is usually because you're around people whose accents are as strong as yours are I don't I'm trying to think mm -hmm. of my mum's accent my mum's accent's diluted because she's been around she's my been in however she speaks tree daily so she wouldn't lose her accent so much do you know what i'm saying but i don't understand what you're saying but my my dad's been here for 50 odd years and he speaks like he just got off the boat yeah that's what i wanted to yeah yeah he arrived on a boat i'm not being racist like he came on a boat do you know what i mean like but he's but again he speaks patois so it's just like but i get you but i feel like with white yardy as i said before people say when they call him he speaks in a british english accent they say that his sister speaks in an english accent so it's, it's those little things like it's like he's constantly in character and i suppose you have to question not question we all know that if there was a black comedian calling themselves english brit or english or, or, like, or just what, even black yardy or black or, yeah, even black yardy black yardy ain't getting booked it's not no. getting, he's not getting booked unless you get booked if he's cooning 
he'll get booked if he's cooning for white yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how he would get booked. And if a white man does, and if a black man does anything like Cockney Geese, what's his name? Um, what's the guy who's got the kids on Instagram? Steve-O. Steve-O, the madman. He's leaning yeah. into his Cockney character isn't but i think it's it's a, it's obvious we aren't we understand where it's from we understand what we know what you're doing white yardy so take it unfortunately own it, own it because you know what you what you're doing and dame baptiste i i hear what you're saying man and he said that he with a, he did donate he did his thing and white yardy called them out and then what someone yeah. said was white yardy if you're not making it about race and all that type of stuff, you only call out black comedians. But if you're talking yeah. about, why not talk about yes. all of the Caribbeans? Why yeah. not all tried to say white Caribbeans? Caribbean. Yes. 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 to say it's about nationality, not about race, didn't it? Yeah. Mm. And so yeah. then that being said, why don't you call out all, because you're not the only white man from Jamaica, no. by the way. So then why don't you call out all Caribbeans who have been silent, all famous Caribbeans who have been silent? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Why not exactly. say that then? And that's the part when I, that's the part when I'm like, Sometimes when people get a, when white people get a little bit of a license in our space, I dress back because like then there's it's only a mo few minutes before they get too comfortable and then and it might be inherent or something something about their privilege kicks in like then they're like everybody calm down it's okay let's just yeah. calm. <laughs> why are you so angry just calm yeah. down let me just get back into my position of power by the way because listen to me because I know you're all respecting <laughs> white man in this space but I, I, I do think that he just doesn't he, he, it seems like I. I don't want to assume that he knows if he doesn't know about his privilege that do you know what I mean it's just like it doesn't help when black people are caping and yeah. almost like enabling him how is he going to understand that actually that you're ignoring a whole nother side of this whole conversation about what you represent especially in this space so every time you show up every time you speak it kind of sends other connotations of things so you need to you know, like it, it. It just seems it's just very frustrating for me. I, I found it very frustrating. It, uh, I, I, I was really annoyed at the way people were talking about how Jamaica is so multicultural. Mm. And oh, it's like, come, come on, on, comes come many on. It's just, yeah, it's just like, like okay. yeah, there are white Jamaicans, but it's not like a, a multicultural land where you're gonna go on a street and there's. There's like a white family, a white family, a Chinese family, and India. It's not like that. Yeah. The overwhelming majority are. Black. It's a black country. It's a black <laughs> country. You know, and... and those positions that a white person occupies are usually quite high up. Yeah. Well. And it's like that. Let's not try let's... and mask this. Like <laughs> this is some this is some utopian place that he's come from, and then he's come to England, so he doesn't know what his his privileges, it's like, he absolutely does know. I'm not giving him that leeway to not no. know he does know. He, he yeah, really does. does. Okay. And I think also, because I think Dane, was it Dane or someone around who's on, who was on Dane's side was like, you might be a bit hater-rated because you assume that your white privilege will get you further than you out in this country. But I definitely think you're on the Chitlin circuit because also, so you can talk about that, because also what would a white audience do with a white yardy comedian? Really, mm. do you get what I'm saying? He can only speak to a black audience, really. Yeah. So yeah, he would literally have to. He would have to do whatever that would be called, but he would have to do a version of white yardy cooning. Yeah. You know what I mean? For it to be understood. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And enjoy it. So then he chose because you know sometimes when it's that thing where I can't make it in that space, so I'm gonna make it in this space, and I'm gonna dominate in this space. Yeah. 
So yeah. when you see someone like Dane, who's got TV shows and has been more visible, because mm. what the hell is a whose line is it anyway, or whatever the show what, with all the comedians, when now we've got a few more black people on those panels, what are they going to mm. do with a white yardie? Because white people are gonna be like, what the fuck are you doing, bruv? Yeah. yeah. And he's yeah, going to explain his persona in that's a white a conversation. Yeah, that's yeah, the conversation. That's a combo. That's that, that's like a, a combo with appropriation, though. Actually, can you take your brand of comedy mainstream? Those are the things where it's like, so then how much space do you take in the black space? Yeah. It, these are conversations, and it would have been really good to actually... I, I, I really want this show to grow. Like, I really do want Unapologetic to, to get somewhere, and I'm hoping, because people attack ZZ so much, that she actually really starts to strengthen a team around her to help her be very solid in her presenting style. It's mm -hmm. it's gonna happen. I remember when um, everybody would always come after June Sarpong. And I do think like when you're a black woman and you hold a level of, of kudos and, and some type of power and people look up to you as a presenter, a lot of black people also come after you. And if you're yeah. then watertight with what you're doing, it you people are going to criticize you. But there are things where I think if she has a really strong team around her, she'll just be better at her work as well. And just I read, I want them to carry on though because I do think they yeah. have the makings of something really great. But yeah. Dane had a position on that show and he didn't do anything with it. You have yeah. beef, but you're a presenter. It literally is an open panel. There's five of them on there and they can all ask questions. It wasn't okay for him to just sit there and not talk. I was literally yeah, like, true. why are you being a fool? So you're just going to be like some mute uncle. Like this isn't okay, even on your co-presenters, that you're not talking and not engaging in this. You put your beef aside, you're at work, you deliver a show, you don't sit there quietly. It's like he amplified the awkwardness by not talking. I just think as a presenter and with what he's, his position, it's not okay to do that. Like then somebody else could have sat in that seat. Do you know what it is? Everyone's so two seconds removed of thinking I could get fired. I'm not going to be the black to do it. And that's, um, that's unfortunate. And that's but not good. Don't turn up. That's not good. Don't turn up. Exactly. That's yeah. not good. I that's think you good. kind of have to risk it sometimes. Because exactly. But then. If you're not prepared, like, I, I, I totally get what you're saying, Antonella, because really and truly the other side of that is that you make you make your beef part of the conversation and you make it you make that the show. Do you know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. Part of the show. And you, you get the entertainment value out from it. But do you that's know what I mean? The part where sometimes when these channels give opportunities to us and they don't respect us or don't understand us or are just doing the diversity tick box that's when we're thrown to the walls and not protected in the bubble because another mm -hmm. comedian another presenter like zz and if they were all white say this whole show was a white show they would yeah. all be given a little bit more grooming training development whereas there's definitely an element of like oh i don't want to say too much and do anything and they might say i'm racist and all that kind of over being over scared of just calm down but also there's that protect us help us grow in a better way than just putting us out there and then leaving it. Cause then Dane shouldn't have gone on a show feeling that scared to say anything. It should, it should, it should never have happened. It's because actually you... like, it would be good. Like maybe we should get Dane on the show because it will be good. Yeah, we should get Dane. We should get Dane. Do you know what I mean? Because, because of his, because of his work, I'm, su I'm really surprised. Do you know what I mean? He didn't talk. I think yeah. he would have been able to. Because uh, I really, really need to, I know like you said, Auntie Nana, like, you're a professional bring your shit like but i think there's a lot of backstory between white yardy and dane 
And I feel like that, if you read his tweets and whatever, and listen to his, he's made a statement and stuff. I think you'll understand why he didn't say anything. It's, you know, maybe he shouldn't have gone on the show, but... Let's get the comments, please. Let's move on and get the comments. Okay. You got oh, okay. I, was enjoying, I was enjoying myself. I know. <laughs> but we definitely should reach out to him and try and get him on and just, not even just that, like discuss other things that he he works on as well. I think yeah, it's really he's had a journey. He's had a journey. Let's get yes. the comments. Okay, so Ayola. Hi, Ayola. She says, call him out. Yes, this is the most sense I've heard a week. I'm not sure what's wrong with everyone caping for him. It's like they've gone back to sleep. Thank you, aunties, for restoring sense into this topic. Um, Lacey says, talk the things. Yes, <laughs> talk all the things. And says, also, um, Dane didn't want to bring up past issues as it... Uh, it was hella hostile pri privately and said that he wasn't scared and we should reach out to him. We will do that, definitely. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's talk about Summer Walker and her new boyfriend getting tattoos. Why? <laughs> she just got with him. She just publicly outed the, the devastatingly shit baby father that she's had. The part, bad time she's had, his mother, everybody, his ex-baby mother, all, his, all everyone has come into line of fire of her album. She's cussed them all out. She needs a moment to breathe. She's now got a new boot and she's already got tattoos. I beg you, she's my daughter. Love, I beg you, honey, no. Guys, what do you think? I, I don't know what this fastness is. Like, I, I am at a loss with some parts of American culture because it's like, why is she so fast? Is her child even a year old yet? I don't think it's just American culture. Her child's though. like two months old. <laughs> like, I'm like, you've maybe just, not two months like, why is the man even living with you? Like, why, why is he... Like, is he living with her as well? He's in the house. Like, it's just all so consuming. But I, the thing of a tattoo, when will people learn? I mean, hopefully she'll be able to cover it up or whatever. I mean, hopefully they last. But what's the likelihood of that shit? And it is like, why are you so flipping fast? Maybe it's just that she's got too much money. So you're just, you're just living fast. Like, it's just... But it's annoying and it's a nonsense and she's stupid and I wish somebody really would be able to stop her from like maybe you should get a license to get any type of joint tattoos with somebody like you yeah. need to go through a, a, a method of counselling and the counsellor's like oh yeah I've been these people sane enough to like you shouldn't just be able to go to the tattoo or the tattoo artist needs to be like no I'm not doing it how long and have you been together 10 years no no, you're, I'm not doing it for you. The thing is, though, he got one too. Just to say, he got one too. Just to add, yeah, yeah. He got one too. He's as dumb as Yeah, but let's let's be real. These people have got hella tattoos. It's not like she doesn't have a tattoo anywhere, and she went and got a tattoo on her face. She probably doesn't even remember how many tattoos she's got. <laughs> this is just another tattoo that when she breaks up with him next week, she'll cover it up with a flower. Like people have been doing this for years. Like, what did Faith Evans have tattoo? Tattoo on Tata saying B.I.G. and all this stuff. Like it says something else now. Like it's this is not new news. She's just doing this because it's like, look at my boot. And then in a minute it'll be like, I hate my boot. And that's what she'll change it to. <laughs> Even flipping, what's his name? Um ah, uh, Jack. Like, what's why, why can't I remember his name? Who's Jack? No, oh my god. Describe the person. Wait, thank, thank you. Oh, yeah. Jack as in Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, yeah. Johnny Depp had Winona Ryder on him, and now it says Wino forever. 
That's what it is. He really called that for himself, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Why are they so dumb? Oh, I don't know. I think I think she. I, I I've like I said when her album came. I, I think she's messy. I just don't. I, I don't support. <laughs> I don't support this behavior at all. Like this is crazy. Like what are you? Because the thing is, yeah, she knows. She she is seeing her influence in real time, right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So the internet like almost crashed when her album came out. You know, girls left, right, and center were breaking up with their boyfriends, like asking them questions based on like listening to lyrics in her album. And then you, <laughs> two weeks later, bro, you fucking mad. What message are you sending to young girls? This is not. This is absolute nonsense. Some of you need to be stopped. It's just. It's too much. <laughs> like, let's, <laughs> let's not remember. She's twenty-five. So what? That's no, too old. I think, that's no, think old. I'm trying to say to you, foolishness. Not even, not even under the boob, not even on the thigh. Do you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Listen, Someone, like, a kid, a kid, a kid, even okay, in the hairline. Name. It's her kids' names, but still. It's a dumb tattoo. Yeah, that's her one's dumb as well. On her forehead. What, in case you forget them? Dumb, 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 dumb. But at least they're her children. I know, and I know. But I'm just saying that people do dumb shit all To be fair, it's not even at least it's her children because children can fuck you up and you can have a child that's a bad breed and you've got them. And if you chose, like, my first one. They're hers. They're never going to be her children. You know what I mean? But like. Yeah, I want to get to the root of Summer's. I want to get to the root of Summer's issues because I feel I feel like we always then assume, we assume. I'm assuming she comes from some hardship and madness. What's her background? Has she come from madness and poverty and craziness and hoodness and she's stuff like, like she's this? She's like a self starter. She was. I think she has. She got like know, parents that are you know you know broken. I don't, heart, know, I don't, I don't know, know family, family life. Because I have surprised something hard to get where yeah. she is, and she yeah. she she built her for, part of her fortune before she done music. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So she was like doing kind of like menial jobs and stuff and everything like that, and just thing writing on the side. And she just yeah was stacking, had a pretty successful cleaning business as well as I'm aware. Okay, so um, she's not. And twenty five doesn't come into it because twenty five I wasn't putting tattoos of any man. I knew very full well don't nah, put tattoos. Nor, on nor were any of my friends to be honest. Like, no, no, no one I knew. No one I knew. Um, I, knew I do know we were doing basically. <laughs> I do know people have got their booze tatted on them, and they were and now they're all. Literally, I think every single one of them has morphed their tattoo into something else because that person didn't last the tattoo distance. So, <laughs> I mean, we don't do face tattoos. Face tattoos are kind of revelation. Re re it's re very American, isn't relatively it? Yeah. American, a new generation type thing. I don't yeah. like fast face tattoos on anybody. Um, no, I, I don't mind them. No, because I just I don't. really don't like them. I think no, why you think they just make you look a little bit dangerous. No. I love tattoos. I mean, depending what I it is. The face. I mean, maybe I could maybe I could and, and I, I need to see the guy that makes me feel like, yeah, you're sensible. A you're neck tattoo, tattoo on a neck on a tattoo. guy, I think neck it's tattoos. But also like having a little something. I know that's the I same. Think maybe, like round the edge and just and also you know what it is? What is it? You've got a big skull here and teardrops marking how much people you murdered. No, thank you. No, <laughs> no thank no, you. Your, your gang sign here, your ends, especially like you've got E17 on your face. Like that's terrible. Ends. Don't put like, any post on That's like, stupid. Nonsense. Don't rep your your crucial video. No, none of that. Now you've got I don't even know what I'm I don't that's what I'm saying. I don't know what you could have a gun on your face. What 
tattoo could you have on your face? A man could have on his face and make me say, okay, cool. I, I respect where you're going with this. I don't know. I don't even like the, the tree of life or something, some sacred geometry. It's like this. You know someone who has one, but I can't I can't really say because then people are gonna know. So yeah. But yeah, I know someone that has one and it's not it's very nice actually. I mean, like, it's I like, oh yeah, okay, that one makes sense. My niece wants a tattoo on her neck and I'm really against it. It's very small. Yeah, if you're watching, you know who you are. It's very small, and I'm like, don't get it. I just don't want her to do it. But she's like, it's Small auntie, and you can't see it. And I'm like, I don't care. It's still on your neck. It's just because you know, other body parts you can cover them up. You can't, like, tattoos are addictive and all that. They are, you know. The other day, I burnt my arm on the iron. I was like, Oh, I've got a watermark. And then, see, I said, These tattoos on my arms mark the scars I got from hairdressing. So now they're pretty flowers and leaves. And now I want to do that one. But there's a little bit of rhyme and reason to it. My mum will say it's stupid. Other people will say it's stupid. So I get it. But my face, man, and the neck, it's a lot. But anyway, some I like what you said, Auntie Shvara, though. She does get tattoos as Anna Nutton. So to her, it's easily turned into a flower or a gun or she a... She put a line for it. Yeah, she do stuff and it will be fine. So I guess for her, it's not that deep, I'm assuming. But also, but I'm, not, I'm not... It will be her next album. What's I'm this one? What's still over it? And the next yeah. one will be, I'm over it still. Yeah, <laughs> or, or the line through that one. I think we're over again. That one. Um, finally, quickly, I don't even. Why is this up for discussion? Will, Will Smith or Denzel? Where the fuck did this come from? Why would this even be in the shade room? Oh, please. It was. It's it was dumb. on the shade room. I mean, yeah. Will. Yeah. So basically, the question is, who's a better actor, Will Smith or Denzel Washington? Please answer this, aunties. Denzel. Is a better actor than Will Smith, but that's not. The no, same no that wasn't the question, though. It wasn't that a was question. It? It was like it, that. It wasn't about necessarily acting straight. Hold on, where is it? It says. What does it say? People are debating who the best actor is between Will. Oh, Smith is it? And <laughs> I was wondering where you were taking. This. <laughs> I was like, I saw it as acting, but <laughs> I was really. I, can't correct it. I was like, oh, maybe it was wrong. I read it as who's who's the better personality. That's who I, I read it as. But yeah, oh, no, no, it was no, definitely was acting. acting. It was definitely acting. Okay, cool. I mean, it was interesting that people were actively batting for Will in the comment section, because I was like, this isn't even, to me, they're on different planes. Like, they're not even the same realm to be like Will Smith and Denzel Washington. But after this film, some some people were literally like, nah, Will is an amazing actor. And it's like, okay, but to me, he was good in this film, in King Richard, but it's the same as the man that he played in Pursuit of Happiness, just a little bit elevated and in short shorts. But it was the same type of dude. It was a bit of will. It's like, it, it's yeah. him. It's basically him. I, I, yeah, I agree. I think Will's a great actor. I think I realised that when he did uh, Six Degrees of Separation, the first film that he did, I was like, right, you can actually act, bro. Yeah. Like, well done. Um, but he ain't on Denzel's fucking plane. Not at all. Like, come on, Malcolm X. Like, the, that, no, he's just not on the same, he's not on the same plane. And that is not to say that Denzel don't make shit films sometimes too. He does. However, hit nah. it's, it's not the same thing. It's like butter and, and, and jam. It's two separate things that you put on your bread. It's two separate. Like, could we really see Will play a gangster and embody it and we really believe him? Like, that literally it's like he is, he 
he really could kill somebody and he really is ruthless. Like, I, I can't see Will really doing that character without it being comedy in some way. Yeah. Like, but I can't see him yeah. doing a serious, like literally taking on American Gangster and he be Frank Lucas. Will Smith can't do that. He can't. There were elements in King Richard and I love that film. I thought it was brilliant. Everyone should go and watch it. But there was one or two times when I was like, oh, hi, Will. Yeah. Just one or two times. But it's but he's brilliant in the film and it's a great, 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 great watch. But I you know, it's the same as you, Auntie Nan. I feel like when Denzel's in a film, I fully one hundred percent believe his character. He's not one of these people who I forget, oh it's Denzel, oh it's him again. I don't feel like that. I believe his character all yeah. the way. Yeah. Auntie Sade, very quiet. Yeah, I mean, no, I I because obviously I was thinking about this differently. Yeah, Denzel is definitely the better actor for sure. But I think like um I don't think he's culturally relevant as much as Will is um, at the moment because of uh, just just generation. Do you know what I mean? That kind of thing. I don't think he's seen as like this generation's like great actor. Like Denzel's firmly our generation and and firmly like the greatest of all time. Like he's the GOAT, isn't he? So, um, yeah. But I I do like Will though. King Richard is great as Good film. It is a really good film. Yeah, and just echoing gender, different generations. You can ask Will Smith, Martin Lawrence, Will Smith, um, whoever else, someone of his generation. That's all. You can't ask Denzel. Just let let Denzel be amongst his people, his peers. It's a whole different thing. I think I think Will with the right director, and because when he gets when Will gets into acting mode, he can <laughs> act, but he's not always afforded those roles, and sometimes the roles that he's chosen haven't always allowed him to do that. Because when he does get in his space, he can act. So he could, I think he could do Gangster, but he'd have to have the right, it'd have to be the right setup. It, didn't, it wouldn't have to be a comedy either. He has to be the right setup, right director, that all the elements need to be in place and he needs to be deep in his acting zone and he could do it. But it would take a lot, it would take a lot for him to be, yeah, I'm scared of you because I just remember you doing nonsense to Carlton and Fresh Prince of Air. Unfortunately, the Fresh Prince is embedded in our psyches. But um, yeah, I saw this, I was like, what the hell question is this? What kind of nonsense is going on in the internet today? <laughs> well, 85% of our followers agreed that Denzel, they're team Denzel as well. So. Imagine if they didn't. Imagine like, there was 15% that was literally like, Will Smith is a better actor. That in itself oh, is mad. They're young, they must be young, they must be young. I might have been, I might have been. <laughs> <laughs> might you have been go for it? What about you? <laughs> <laughs> you put the wrong information out there. Let's get the comments. <laughs> oh, good. Um, so Iola says, uh, exactly, Auntie Dana, same characters, uh, liberties, but no contest. Um, Avana is saying, hey, Avana, she is saying, um, regarding Summer Walker, it's like he owns her now. Um, she is branded. Damn, if they break up, he can tell he can tell his next girl. He's got one too, though. Um, uh, that summer is his favorite season of the <laughs> <laughs> How can you explain Larry to the next man? <laughs> it's true. And then she also says it's all for show. She wants to show love is for forever. Well, I hope it lasts. And that's the thing as well. Man's name's Larry. Yeah. <laughs> You've got I would have took his initials. You Larry on your face. Larry. Nah. No, mm. but yeah, what you said about being one. Deshaun is that's what I always think when women get men's tattoo, they're like the name on them. I feel like you're branded now, you're like a heifer. You're branded, they're it's both branded though, they branded, branded each other. Yeah, yeah, they did. Do you know what? Like you said, Summer, like, um, the the 
watches the, our viewers said it could be like oh, I just love summer. Yeah, it's an easy out for him, but commend yeah. for him to actually do it because men don't often do that in this situation. Yeah, true. Uh, I mean, he's been she's presented him like he's a really good guy. He's I know. He's securing the album number one. He's securing. I would be a good guy to her. Like I said, I'd be good to her, and then do something. Then she's gonna defame him, and then she'll sue. He'll sue her. Get the money. It's just all very, you know. Think about it. How much do you love me? If he was smart, he would marry her. And then, That's what I'm saying. yeah, 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 and then you know, I don't know. She'll have she'll she'll break up the relationship somehow, and then um, she'll she can he can live on alimony for the rest of his life. He could go. play this the long way, and he could marry her. He could probably have a child with her yeah. and be set for life. Yeah, simple things. All right, let's go to what's made you sad, mad, and glad this week. Okay. Oh, we'll just ask real quick. Uh, speaking of uh, what about the new series, Belair? Has anyone seen, seen it? it out yet? I haven't seen it. I don't think it's out yet. Oh, yeah. No, I'm looking forward to watching it. I think they recently have a death of one of the actors on it. Oh, really? It? Maybe I might no, be like... No, no, I think you're right. Or something happened, right? Yeah. Oh. I think I saw that. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, of course. I think it's ready, yeah. All right, that's what's made you sad and glad. Auntie Shade. Okay, so for me this week... Um, so sad is Antoine TJ Fowler. He um, he's basically this little viral sensation guy. Um, I think he's uh, his phrase was "Where are we gonna eat at?" Um, yeah. <laughs> like a, yeah, he actually passed away um, this week or just like last week um, for uh, from a autoimmune enteropathy disease which basically is a disease that attacks your intestines um and so yeah he has gone with the angels unfortunately so that made me really really sad um i was really mad about the carl rittenhouse uh case mainly the judge to be honest because i just think it's just uh, same from last week it's just it was a fucking pantomime they knew it was gonna do and i just hate the whole thing and i am glad because i've had to adjust my belt recently you know and um so i've started using uber more <laughs> so, so busy. but i've started using what was you using before that you're adjusting your belt <laughs> and it's me <laughs> Oh, I started singing. I was on mute. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Um, not that I Jumping still love you. I still love you, but you know, I'm trying to do a couple of things. And outside has been super expensive. So I'm so basically. But what I've noticed with Uber, so I'm quite a new user to Uber. Um, not to say I haven't used it in the past, but I don't use it that often. And sometimes you be booking a cab, and then it just cancels. And it's like fucking. Oh, I know what you're gonna say. Yeah. Just so out of order. There's no good reason. I just find it. I find it insane that this happened. Um, and basically, I just I saw an article or something that's saying that Uber is blocking um, drivers who who repeatedly cancel, and I'm just yeah. very happy for that because they shouldn't be doing. It. I don't know how people are handling this like seriously like on a daily basis it's crazy how how they're allowed to do that is wild so yeah, yeah um i'm quite happy very yeah very surface but yeah 
<laughs> That's my joy this week. I, I saw that. I was quite happy about that too. Um, okay, so I was sad because it's the one week for my mum-in-law that I lost last I'm on, the, on the 11th. And we had a traditional family gathering where we all, the family gathers after one week of the loved ones passing. And we discussed funeral arrangements and things like that. And just lots of family coming through. Um, it was just lovely to see how well she was loved. Um, and the funeral will be next week, which is also very sad. So that's made me sad. I'm mad at the racism, racism of the world and the long-lasting effects it has on everyday isms because my mum's got this, um, I'm traveling soon and I needed a handbag and I wanted a nice handbag and I can't afford to buy a new one at the moment. So my mum's got this nice coach bag that I use, but it's really old. And so it needs a clean, like the fabric of it needs to clean. Um, and I went to take it to the dry cleaners and to the coach store to try and find a service to do that. Um, but I felt this little shiver of nervousness when I went into both shops because I was like, they might think I've stolen it because it's, it's an old bag, so there's no receipt. And I hate that moment of insecurity that's, I guess, people, whether you're working class or you're black or whatever, you go into space and you just feel like, are they going to judge me? Are they going to accuse me? And definitely because um, my daughter uh, had a Louis Vuitton bag that she was gifted and then the zip broke and she went to take it into Louis Vuitton in Westfield, uh, West London specifically, and was treated like, because she went in with her boyfriend, her black boyfriend, and they were treated like they were some road hood rats that came and brought a stolen bag into the store to try and get, you know, do some kind of fuckery business with it. So I just hate that. That made me mad. Um, and then my glad is that my cousin gave me a remedy of bicarbonate soda, lemon juice, and vinegar. And my daughter added a bit of fabric softener, did that, and we washed the back, cleaned the back, and the black is nice and light shiny. So I don't even need to do all of that and get nervous. So I'm glad about that. And I'm also glad about the screening that I hosted with We Are Parable, um, preview screening of King Richard, the film that we were talking about that stars Will Smith, who's playing Richard Williams, the father of Venus and Serena Williams. Um, it was just a really lovely screening. The film is brilliant. I had a lovely Q&A with Sania Sydney, Sania Sydney, who plays Venus, Demi Singleton, who plays Serena, and Williams's big sister, Isha Price, she also came and she's a producer on the show, on the film as well. And it was a really nice conversation, really nice. I was really nervous. And I think it's because there were more people that I knew personally in the audience that I think I've ever done, have ever been at any of my Q&A things. So I was actually very, very nervous that day. Um, and also amongst everything, I think I was a bit emotionally drained, but I was really happy to see everyone. It was really nice. Um, and shout out to my assistant, Tamika, who despite spraining her ankle, hobbled to the screening and then I cussed her after because she's actually sprained her ankle and a tendon but she's on the recovery and she's okay but crazy girl still came down to watch it and support auntie Farah hold on pull my ish up mm, okay so I am sad at seeing my flat empty um, last Tuesday, guys, I wasn't here because I was moving house because, as you know, I've been dealing with mould in my flat. Um, so I had to move out ASAP so that they can get the work done. So I was quite sad at seeing my ha my flat all empty um, and just knowing all the shit that I'm going to have to do when I have to move back. Moving is like one of the most stressful things that you can do. And just to have to do it for this is annoying. Um, I was mad at seeing my flat empty, knowing all the work that's got to be done and all the shit that I'm going to have to do when I go back. And the fact that the mould has seeped into my daughter's bed and I'm going to have to fucking replace the fucking bed. Um, so I was mad at that. And then I'm glad to see that they're finally doing work to my flat in order for me to live in a mould-free environment. Even though when I went around there on Friday, all they've done is taken up the carpet. So I'm going to go there in a minute and just see what they're doing. But yeah, that's me. Auntie Nana on it all um yeah so i was really sad watching the domestic violence video that was circulating last yeah. week of um zach stacy 
kind of flinging his partner into a TV and just dragging her around the flat with the baby just sitting up, like seeing all of this crying. Like, yeah, that really, I don't know, but I probably have just stayed away from seeing violent videos for a little while and that caught me off guard because I was just scrolling and saw it and thought it was something else. I thought maybe it was part of a movie. So then reading people being like, this is real, yeah, that absolutely set me off. That was so sad. Um, I was mad. I forgot to mention this last week. I had an argument while I was out celebrating Sharona's birthday in a club, bit of a dingy club, an African kind of uh, uncle fest space. And there was this young girl in front of me who a lot of men throughout the night kept on trying to chirps. This one dude, as he's bopping past, tries to kiss her on her cheek. Literally, lips touched her cheek. She goes bright red. I am sitting down next to a bouncer. He's watched it all. I turn to the bouncer, I'm like, is so, are you gonna do anything? Then he starts having a go at me for mentioning it. He's like, he didn't do it to you. Why are you talking? I'm like, how disgusting, like this big fat old man has walked past this girl when you're just allowing it to take place. That's sexual harassment. Then another dude comes over and starts arguing. Why are you talking? The girl didn't say anything. You don't know that they don't know each other. I'm like, she is scared to say anything because look at all of you hard back flipping men allowing this to take place. So we went back and forth. I had a little bit of an argument, but it, it pissed me off so much that in this day and age, like this is okay. And a bouncer license being paid will allow this to take place in a club that actually really 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 did piss me off and I'm glad to be planning Christmas with the family though I'm not going to Ghana as I wished I was going to Ghana I'm not I'm going to be in the UK with the fam but I'm looking forward to planning that and it was lovely being out with you guys on Thursday and watching the film and just chatting in Soho house afterwards as well I love spending time with you guys so that was like a real bonus wonderful Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Okay, so just my quick, don't piss me off. I try and make it short. There's a little bit of explaining. Um, so basically, on my hit list, piss me off type list eating is um, David Baddiel, Susanna, Susanna Reid and Piers Morgan. So David Baddiel is a comedian slash turned kind of political activist now. Mm. Susanna Reid and Piers Morgan host Good Morning Britain, um, a UK breakfast show um, kind of thing. It says Auntie Farah. Well, Piers doesn't host it anymore, does he? Oh, yeah, he doesn't. I forgot. Yeah, watch it, I forget. So he was there for some reason in a conversation. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why was he even there? Anyway, they were talking about Winston Churchill's legacy. They had a, a pundit on who was an Irish guy who was talking, you know, the Irish guy called Winston Churchill a white supremacist mass murderer. And on the segment, Piers and Susanna called him out saying it was offensive to call Winston Churchill that because he's a hero to all. And the man said, well, not to Irish and Kenyans, specifically mentioning them. And he equated Winston Churchill to Hitler. When then Susanna was like, well, that's offensive. Piers Morgan was like, that's offensive. Can't call him white. So, you know, the minute people, white people hear racism and supremacy, they get in their livers. Um, and then David Baddiel on Twitter waded in saying that woke people in their quest to tarnish Winston Churchill's legacy, eventually reveal their anti-Semitic hearts. So, because David Baddiel is Jewish and he's been on a very, which rightfully so, if, if you know, rightfully speaking out against anti-Semitism and stuff like that, which is 
fine to do. However, he tends to juxtapose his quest to root out anti-Semitism against black people and people of color defending race, like um, speaking out against racism. So he gets into this very gray area where he really digs, pokes the bear till he finds some anti-Semitism in people talking about anti-racism and stuff like that. And this is David Badil who came up in the comedic area in the 90s of lad culture and him and Frank Skinner had the, the Bazil and Skinner show where mm. they did quite, you know, racist commentary, com comedy that wouldn't pass today for sure. And they got away with saying some quite offensive stuff, but that was okay, wasn't it? Um, so that, you know, people revolve and change and he can, there's every right to speak out against anti-Semitism, but it's just the fact that he went in on this space and tried to equate he was offended that's the person called out, mentioned Hitler in the same breath as Winston Churchill. And then the person, he just went in and dug out and found someone said, saying something that's slightly anti-Semitic, but I just got annoyed with all of them. And especially the fact that you guys are upholding a man who blatantly mass murdered a bunch of people that weren't white. And he wasn't doing anything, because I think he freed some Jews from the Holocaust. He, he, I don't even know all the history. All I know is shut the hell up, all of you, just piss off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're, I, I think this is an old thing though. But yeah, I wasn't old and it's resurfaced. Yeah. It just came up. Okay, this is an old thing, but um, you're okay. definitely right about about this. And whenever anyone says anything about Winston Churchill, that's what they say. But it's if you've only got to redo your research on Winston T Churchill, and he hated more people than he liked. Okay. Exactly, and was going to work with um, Hitler as well. It was like yeah. he wanted a solution. And, yeah. But and wasn't going to punish him in any way. Didn't want to go to war. So it's like how how was history just being resold like yeah. he's some great warrior? It's like exactly. no, Hitler just went against their deal. That his diaries are out there for everyone to read, and his reference to Asians is not nice. So, mate, wow. And there you go. So that's just, <laughs> for some reason it it came up on my um feed recently.